Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yo, yo, what is up, Geek Vibes Nation? You got another uh, wonderful episode of Geek Vibes Nation live here. Where we're going to talk the, the latest and greatest in comp of movies, television, just everything genre-wise, actually. We'll talk about a little bit of sci-fi, a lot of trailers. We'll have a great episode. Uh, we've got a nice little guest coming uh, as soon as he mutates in our direction. We'll go straight into that interview with the great David Harewood. Uh, until then, we are going to start off the show uh, by introducing everyone. Uh, oh, actually, we'll introduce it by passing it, because I think that we have our guests right here. Ooh. All right, nice. Geek Vibe Nation. Hi. Give it up for the Martian Manhunter. We have an awesome guest tonight. David Harewood is a British actor best known for playing David Astaz, the deputy director of the CIA's Counterterrorism Center and the Showtime series Homeland. And, of course, Hank Henshaw, or is he? John Jones, a.k.a. the Martian Manhunter on Supergirl on CW. Thank you so much, David, for coming out tonight and joining Geek Vibes Nation. Oh, my dear. I saw the, uh, the tweet. Thanks for asking me. I thought I'd... Um... I thought I had, I knew I had nothing to know. I, I had, a, had a gap, so I thought, you know, I'd come on and have a chat, you know? It's nice to be out. Oh, we definitely appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's a we're huge honor. Marks. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're big marks for your show, man. And um, basically, we're just going to ask you a couple questions, and I'll try to keep you up too long. We know that you obviously have a busy schedule, saving the world with Superman and uh, Supergirl, <laughs> reading people's minds. Are your powers, like, how are they adjusting since you've been on Earth for a while? <laughs> Um, you know, it's really, it's, 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 it's really interesting because, I mean, I, I wasn't familiar with the Martian Manhunter at all, actually, when I got the, when I got the gig. Um, I grew up reading um, Hulk, um, Marvel, Fantastic Four. Um, I, I was not really a DC guy, so I, Martian Manhunter really kind of slipped under my radar. Um, so when they told me about the character, I just plowed into the comics. They gave me a whole load of comics, and I went and bought a whole lot of comics and was just blown away by the amount of powers and, you know, that this guy had. Um, and it's been, it's, it's, you know, it's been great playing him. But, you know, obviously, unfortunately, we, we can't do all the, all the things that he can do on the show, which, can, which obviously gets a little, uh, can be a little bit frustrating, but um, 
I'm, I'm, I am really, really enjoying it. It's, a, it's, a, it's, you know, when he does use his powers, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm just really, really enjoying it. Oh, that's awesome because you kind of have like a Nick Fury style role in the show, uh, but you're actually an alien from Mars, uh, which is the greatest thing about the character. Uh, did you? You must have had a lot of fun researching for the character, like you said. Um, what's like a favorite comic arc? And two questions because of the character. Do you like Oreos and are you scared of fire? I'm sure you've gotten that a lot. <laughs> uh, not scared of fire, but Oreos now make me sick. There was one during the um, during the Manhunter episode. Um, I I ate about four, four boxes of Oreos during the, the tape. Wow. And the funny thing was they cut all of it. They cut all of it, so I, they didn't even show half the stuff. But I was like munching Oreos for about four hours. So now I <laughs> see an Oreo and I'm I'm sick, violently ill. So um, oh. yeah, no no Oreos for Christmas for me, please. <laughs> all right, well I'll be sure not to send any of uh, to you, Mr. Manhunter. Thanks, uh, Thanks sir. Man. Um, all right, yeah. uh, one question before I pass it off to uh, my colleagues. Um, DC is obviously a multiverse. I mean that's been established with the CW with the Flash. Uh, you being an actor and playing this role, who would you like to see play your movie counterpart in the DC Cinematic Universe? Um, there's been lots of rumblings and rumors for like Donnie Yen, Idris Elba, Kim Watanabe, Manashara Ali. Who do you want to see play Martian Manager on the big screen? Um, I have no idea. Really, I haven't even thought about it. Um, I, I really haven't even thought. Most, 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 Ali would be fantastic. Um, um, you know, it's got to have that. I mean, the Martian Manhunter has a has a nobility about him, but a kind of uh, dignity about him, um, which is kind of inherent. And I think that's got to be whoever it is. It's got to have that dignity because I think and that's what's so fantastic about Martian Manhunter is, you know, he's on the side of justice, you know, and he's um, he's he, he doesn't use his powers for for evil. You know, he kind of uh, he's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I think he's a good dude. Um, so I, I think he has to have that inherent dignity, whoever it is. I agree with you. Uh, he just You have something that I think the character needs, and that's a cadence to your voice and a commanding presence. Even Carl Lumb- Lumbly uh, had that on the cartoon. But uh, I'm going to pass it. And uh, once again, man, appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Joel is also on the show tonight. Joel, I'm sure you have some uh, comments and questions for Mr. Johns. Yes, I do. I have plenty. And um... – I'm a huge fan. Um, I do love the show. I watch Supergirl all the time. Uh, and I do have good, a couple good. questions. Um, one, um, did you know going in that you would become the Martian Manhunter, or was that later? That was decided later? No, uh, I, I got the gig um, playing Hank Henshaw um, okay. and, uh, during the pilot. I think Jeff Johns talking to Andrew Kreitzberg and David, they were saying, Something, something to the, something to the, uh, the effect of he would make a great Martian Manhunter, you know, and you know it's a shame you're making him Hank Henshaw because he would make a great Martian Manhunter, and they, they all looked at each other and thought, well, Bob, why don't we do that? So that was there. It was just a kind of an idea when they saw what we were, do, what I was doing, and um, and and it was completely news to me. I had no idea, but I'm very dumb, delighted with it. It's fantastic, fantastic character, great gig. I think it probably would have been very boring without. Without it, <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Um, I, I, it, it was one of the greatest surprises when I watched that episode. I'm like, I kind of, I had a feeling 
because they kind of alluded to it with the red eyes in the first episode and the next couple episodes. And that moment mm-hmm. was like the highlight of the year was when they popped up as the actual Martian. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Seeing that episode yep. was a lot of fun. That was a great episode, to be honest. Um, next question. Uh, where would you like to see the character go next in the series? Um, I think... He's supposed to have a brother, isn't he? Um, Mal- Malefic. Responsible for letting loose the virus that eventually killed everybody. Um, but maybe searching for his kind of brother, who's kind of also his kind of nemesis. But there's some great stories in the, in the comics. Some, the Mandrake series, are, right. are, they're just fantastically drawn and they're just brilliantly written. And I mean, such, such a. Sh- I mean, the frustrating thing for me, obviously, is, is that he's he's a supporting character. So in a sense, I can never really save the day. Um, uh. You know, obviously, Super, Supergirl has to save the day. Um, and, <laughs> but, but because my Master Man, that's, you know, that's technically what, what has to happen. But so playing him as a supporting character can be difficult because he's so powerful, Master Manhunter. He, 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 he can really handle anything. He can kind of really handle anything. But they have yeah. to, you, know, you have to sometimes <laughs> find ways of taking me out of the action, or uh, I can't go to that planet, or and that can get frustrating <laughs> because obviously you, you just want to go. Well, yeah, I can do that. Um, you know, so it, it can get a little frustrating not using the full capacity of the Martian Manhunter, but that would also probably cost a fortune, and I guess that's what yeah. we're going to do with the movie. That's absolutely true, though. That's absolutely true. That's the first thing I said. We need more Martian Manhunter. Actually, one more question before I pass it on, um, and it has something to do with that. Um, were you relieved that the Martian Manhunter is mostly motion capture over makeup? You know, I was initially, but now I'm thinking it would just be good to see the John Jones more. You know, I think that's what you know people not they really want, but that's what sort of that's what is. Now, now that I've kind of created the, the, the human side of him, um, right. it, it would it would be it would be I think now would be cool to wear the prosthetic and actually play John Jones, but um, that that's obviously you know that's a three hour makeup job even with a prosthetic, um, and you know that's obviously going to add a, a, a huge a cost and a time element to, to everything. So you know. Sure. It, it, who knows? I mean, I'd love to do it. I mean, I really would have loved to do it, but it's all, to, you know, to do with time and money. Right. No, that, that's exactly what I wanted. Just so we could probably see more of you physically instead of the CGI. It would be really cool to see the, the prosthetic, like you're saying. But um, yeah, that's, that's enough of my questions. I'm gonna move it on to our, our colleague Kanan. What are your questions? Sure. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time uh, to come on and speak with us. Can I just ask, what, what, what is this? Is, are you all kind of dialing into something, or is this how it works? Yes. Actually, Actually, yeah. uh, yes. Right, okay. okay. Go ahead, what was your question? Uh, well, my question was, uh, you know, so you, you play, well, technically I guess you play three characters on the show. You play uh, Hank Henshaw, you play John Jones, but you also play uh, Cyborg Superman. So, yeah. do you do you like being able to play the bad guy at times? Do you feel like you can kind of unleash? Because 
as Cyborg Superman, I've seen you be more powerful. You know, like Martian Manhunter's powers rival Superman's on many levels, but they kind of uh, don't let you open up as much with Martian Manhunter. But with Cyborg Superman, you know, you kind of you know, you kind of own, um, I guess, so to speak. You know, you, you take it to them on more levels. So do you kind of like that aspect of being the bad guy at times, or would you rather just be uh, the the good guy? I, 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 I'll, I'll go one further with that. It's been, to be honest with you, a bit frustrating with the cyborg Superman because they really haven't developed it. It hasn't really, it hasn't really come to anything. And... Um, it's been a bit frustrating because he's just become kind of cadmus muscle type thing. It's, it's, he's not really an independent bad guy, as he knows. Cyborg, they haven't really explained why he's cyborg Superman. You know, it's, it's, it, there's so many holes in it that I kind of, as, a, as an actor, I've just decided to just kind of do nothing and just be kind of as 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 ambiguous and dark as, as possible and and. and because there's not really, I have as yet, I haven't really established a kind of. I don't think the writing has really established a kind of character. You know, mm-hmm. where does he live? What does he do? What does he do? He hasn't got a, you know, you know, what's his? Is he going if he's cyborg Superman, where's his, where's his outfit? Where's his, where's his, where's his? You know, what, 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 you know, I, I haven't yet. They haven't yet developed it enough for me to really engage with it as a, as a character. Does that make sense? Sure, sure, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. So I, I completely agree. You know, Cyborg Superman in the comics, he had a, a big story arc, especially after the death of Superman. He's, uh, you know, so that was kind of where I was going to go with that. I was going to ask you, you know, as well, is if you see them kind of expanding on him, you know, maybe getting the more uh, traditional Cyborg Superman outfit, you know, where you wear uh, the emblem, uh, much like Cyborg Superman did in the in the comics. Um, I mean, you kind of yeah, already answered I, that, though. So I appreciate you going further with that. No, I, I mean, I, 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 I would, I would love it. I would love it. But as a, at the end of the day, it's, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's up to, it's up to, you know, the, the creative team, and um, they work on a on a very kind of strict formula, and um, it appears to be working. We've got another season, which is great. Um, um, so we'll, we'll wait to see what happens next year if it's still got legs mm-hmm. alright uh, my uh, next question was I know that you've done some uh, voiceover work in uh, video games, uh, Call of Duty Battlefield 3, is that something that you enjoy doing as well uh, do, doing as well or is that something you kind of just you know did because you were asked I mean do you do you enjoy doing voiceover work because I oh yeah, show, I mean, I'm, you have a very strong, uh, you know, American accent. But you know, talking mm-hmm. to us, you know, we can tell, you know, your English accent. So I mean, I know that's got to be, uh, you know, I don't know if it's difficult for for you. I mean, maybe with voice coaches, you know, Henry Cavill, he he's from England, but he sounds, you know, you can hardly tell it when he's talking about Superman. But uh, is that something you enjoy doing as well, the voiceover work? Yeah, very much so. Um, I've done done a lot of it. I often do lots of stuff. You know, just down the line, I go into a studio here in Vancouver, and and they record it in London, and I do voiceovers for global campaigns or stuff like that, or I video games. I've played video games since I was fourteen, fifteen years old. So I played the first Call of Duty. You know, I played I played just about every Call of Duty. So when 
they told me they wanted me to be in Call of Duty. It was, you know, I just, it was like a, it was like a kind of Christmas come Christmas come early. So it was just a great experience to be able to to be in it and to be um, to play the game and see my likeness in the game is uh, it's just pretty pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's cool to hear that you actually love playing the video games. You know, and them coming to ask you, like you said, you know, it's almost kind of like a dream come true to actually be able to, uh, you know, be in the video game itself. So those it's just those an also just experience it, experience the creating of the, you know, experience how what my movement is then passed on to the artist to then draw it. You see it at different stages of creation and uh, early development, and, and then you see the final finished product. And you think, wow, it's taken all these. It, take, it took, took us a year to, to shoot Call of Duty. Um, a, a year to shoot, a year to write, a year to so it was kind of um, huge undertaking. All these different people, and then to kind of put that disc in and and um, play the game, you think, wow, that's, that's a pretty incredible achievement, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, you know um, explaining you know that. So, Dane, uh, do you have another question? I'm gonna pass it to you now. Well, actually, I think also Gerald wanted to ask a question. Sure. Yes, go ahead. Hi, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm very good. Uh, that's good to hear. I just basically just had one question. Um, one of the stars from Supergirl wanted Bruce Willis to play Lex Luthor. My question was, do you think, you know, with the CW and, you know, W, not W, well, WB Universe and CW Universe and everything like that, do you think we would see a Lex Luthor? I've no idea. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty much. Um, I, I've not heard any, heard anything like that. I mean, I know I know that um, in one of the episodes they had Lex. Lex did they have some kind of suit, power suit? Um, yes. They, he's got some kind of power suit. We've seen that. I've seen that kind of that you know that, that kind of costume. So I don't know whether they're going to do that at some point. Um, but uh, I, I, I've not heard anything. But it would be amazing if he did. But hopefully, he'd behave himself and would, wouldn't come on and be Mr. Diva. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Dane. Yeah. No. Get it back to me and um, David once again. Thanks for dealing with the voices in your head. It kind of like represents you being Martian Manhunter. You know, you're just like floating between all of us. But we talk about movies <laughs> as a group, and it's it's great to have you a part of that. I feel like I'm actually talking through Martian Manhunter in my head right now. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but other than your other than you know your role on um, on both Homeland and uh, what you call it, uh, Supergirl, uh, which we're talking about right now, you're also an incredible <laughs> film. You've been in a bunch of films too. But uh, what mm-hmm. I want to specifically ask you was Blood Diamond. Uh, from Edward Zwick, who gave us Glory, um, so many films. I mean, uh, yeah, Legend of the Fall. Great. Yeah, how, what was it like being a part of that ensemble along with Leo and Jamon Hansu? You were so scary and and just uh, menacing in it. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a really funny story about it, and this is a true story. That, uh, that originally the character was only in like three scenes in the film, and um, I, I auditioned for it and. Uh, Got on quite well with Ed. Uh, got the, uh, about three months late after that, got the job, went, got on a plane, was on my way to South Africa to shoot the film, and they left me a, a new script. And I read the script on the plane, 
there's all these different scenes in the rebel camp that he, 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 it was a rewrite and there was lots of different, all these different scenes in the rebel camp but my, but my character was still only in these three scenes so, so the next morning I phoned up Ed and I said look you know my character should be in all of these scenes and I, and I think he just thought I was just trying to make my part bigger but I, I was like, no, I said, I think he should, be, he should be in all of these scenes. He's a really good character. And he goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. So like a week later was my first day of filming. And I, I'm standing on set. And he's doing this huge, you've seen the film, there's a huge opening panning shot of the mines and all the guys working in the mines, all the kids digging for diamonds. And, and, but on the script, I only had four lines. It's like these four, I could see the shot he was making. But I only had, actually had four lines to say. So... The props guy gives me a real RUF manifesto, kind of one of these you know, pseudo-communist manifesto propaganda pamphlets that they actually had. And he had all this stuff about Sierra Leone. So I started looking and going, RUF is fighting for the people! RUF is fighting for Sierra Leone! And I thought, that's <laughs> right? I'll, 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 yeah. I'll just say that. So I just started saying this. And then I said my four lines at the end of it. <laughs> Cut! Edzik comes over to me and goes, just do that again, do that again. And I did it all morning, and he shot the whole film all morning, and he, he came up to me at the end of the morning, and he said to me, you're absolutely right about that character. So he rewrote the film, and my, really? me kidnapping, me kidnapping the boy, that was never in the film. Me kidnapping wow. his son, and um, Jaiman going to the camp to rescue his boy, that was never the, in the original film. So wow. I just made, I just talked myself into uh, a kind of big bad guy role, really. So it was, it was, but it was a lot of fun because he, he went with it. He just said, yeah, great. Yeah, it's a great character. And I basically improvised. Most of my scenes were just improvised or just, he just let me just said, just go for it. You know, so I was kind of, I'd say the lines and then say a different one and then say another one and another one. And it just seemed to kind of work for the character. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a really, a, a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Incredible. Incredible. I love, I love hearing stories like that. Uh, it just gave me chills, uh, you know, just being able to, to know that next time I watch it, that you were improving a majority of your lines, if not all of it. That's, that's awesome. Well, <laughs> hey, David, I really, like I said, and like all of us have said over and over again, everyone at Geek Vibe Nation over on Facebook and Twitter, we appreciate you coming on. We know you're a busy man. You got Supergirl. Um, when uh, is the finale? What, what date? I know it's in May. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to getting to the end. I mean, it's a long season, so I'm just looking forward to getting home. So, um, I'm, we, I understand we, we that. Finish end of next week, and then um, and then I think we start again, not this week, but the week after, I think. So, um, it's uh, yeah, hold on to your hats. It's a it's a bumpy nice. ride to the end. Well, it's been Hard an awesome build-up uh, since then, and I, I hope that after working as a superhero, you finally get some rest uh, for like a little while until the next season, of course. <laughs> and um, maybe yeah. come on afterwards, um, you know, if you want to bring Melissa or or, uh, or Jeremy or you know <laughs> a, anyone, Tyler, you know, uh, with you, uh, we sure. can talk about the season. Uh, I would love to have you okay. back. All right, buddy. Thank you, David. Yeah, it's been an honor. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, it's thanks, been an so, honor. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Take care, too. All right. That was extremely cool. I'm going to pass it back to you, Jujuan, so I can go have a freak out in the corner. Yeah. I'm sweating. Uh, I'm sweating. I'm actually sweating. Yeah, no, that was was an amazing experience. But that, again, is to the attestment of what Geek Vibe 
nation can do. Right. Um, like I said, we're a very strong brotherhood, and everyone does everyone does their roles, and that's how we get results like this. Um, and he sounded like he had a great time. Yeah, he, he seemed to. Enjoy uh, he did promote us before. He did. He did. So all, all signs. Definitely all gotta time. bring him back, man. Absolutely. As soon as the season ends, give it like maybe a, a week or two. Right. Let him rest a little bit. Yeah. And then. Want to nag him? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to nag him. Then we'll bring him. We'll bring him back to talk a little bit more. Yeah, I love how open and candid he was. He was. He was very honest yeah. about everything. I mean, he. He even went in to talk about how the show kind of, like, wears them down. Like, he couldn't wait to get home. You know, we look at that and, like, oh, we would love to do that. But, I mean, that's really that's really hard on him. So that was that was really cool for him to kind of go into that and, you know, and just be open and honest about everything. For him to love the Call of Duty games and I mean, be a fanboy to get asked to come to be a voiceover and a character in it, I mean, that's awesome. No, I completely agree. I mean, honestly, outside of Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Don Cheadle, Everybody loves playing their characters, but it's so much that goes into it. I mean, you just saw Hugh Jackman for 17 years had to be the perfect body. Yeah. So, you know, you yeah. definitely. Yeah, he said he couldn't wait to quit doing that. Absolutely. Um, but let, let's let's try to calm down as much as possible from that so we can get into our. Uh, right. We got to breathe very deeply. Um, let's get into yes. the trailer talk. Uh, we had a full week of trailers, a week and a half of trailers. I think there were, I think there was a big trailer that dropped yesterday, but I don't know how big. Does anybody yeah, know so if, if it was? A big... I feel like it was in like maybe a galaxy far, far away. Maybe. I wonder what it could be. Could it be Star Wars: The Last Jedi? I think so. We um Ryan Johnson Kelly Kelly I can't. Remember. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. There we go. It wasn't even Kelly. Sorry. (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy. I'm sorry. Um, They gave us, Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy, they gave us the two-minute and uh, 22-second first-look trailer at Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, And we Mm -hmm. saw, you know, I will say this. I don't know if this is Ryan Johnson because you know sometimes they have a crew that just does their um, their trailer. Right. Um, the director just kind of oversees it, gives it the go ahead. But there's a team that constructs the the trip. Right. I just want to say, whoever constructed that trailer, it was the most revealing, non-revealing trailer I have ever seen in my life. That's true, man. They didn't give us much, but it it's didn't very give much. it's very the right? Force Awakens. It's got a very the Force Awakens vibe to it where it gives you just enough without giving you enough. Right. You know, I will say this. Disney yeah. seems, seems as though to be the best in the business of what I like to call wedding your wedding. So what, yeah. just and like, I mean, and, that was enough. You know, because usually you'll see, usually when a movie is that height and yeah. you get that little bit of information, you're like, oh, come on. Disappointed. Right? But this was so well done. You're like, wait a minute. I was just it? waiting for it looks like light up a saber, but right, or nothing. something. But you know, nothing. at the end of the trailer, you know what most people were like? Most people were like, "Wait a minute, why do I feel satisfied? Like it didn't show me anything, but why am I feeling as though I got everything I needed to get?" Well, out of it left us with a fucking big question. Like, yeah, it, we still have cliffhangers, um, but it's good to know that Luke's talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, well, um, he did talk in the Force Awakens trailer. Remember? 
You know, when he what said, uh, I've got it, my father had it, now you have that too. Oh. But we never oh, heard yeah. that in the movie. That was more promotional, but that mm. didn't make the final cut Wasn't of the that movie. Return of the Jedi or some shit? Yeah, that was Return of the Jedi. I have it. I think he was talking to Leia. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was talking to Leia. He was saying, I had it, our father had it. You I know think in saying? the trailer he they said my sister it. had it. Maybe. Okay, I have to go back and watch it, but you, you might be right. But I, I thought he was. I thought they were trying to make it seem like he was talking to Ray. Right, right. I mean, I will say this. That could have been something that they cut for the trailer that the just movie. didn't make the final cut. Right, it wasn't. So I won't, I won't disagree with that at all, Kanan. You could absolutely be correct. Um, but I'm going to just go over a couple of uh, strong points of the trailer, and we'll talk about it and move on to uh, right. Thor Ragnarok. Let's do it. So, first thing, Ray. The, first of all, the way that they shot that, that it, it was so close in, and then it zoomed out, and then you see Ray just kind of, like, pop up. Yeah. Um, a couple of things from that. I love her new attire. I love yeah. it. Not I bad. love it. Yeah, like, um, I also... Kenobi. Right. Very Kenobi. I, I, I will agree. Kenobi. Um, you mean Jedi? Right. No. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, uh, her gear looks like... Kenobi, yeah, guys, uh, scum. Uh, Jedi, scum. <laughs> um, I will say, Ray, with her hand on the ground, moving the rock, mm-hmm. um, it's good to know that she's learning. Superman's she's coming into... Right. Superman's <laughs> underneath there. Superman's coming out of there. Yeah. At, at the Ray is running the fly. Right yeah, at exactly. the end of Justice League, he's coming. He's coming out of yeah. uh, the Last Jedi. It's not Ray, it's Superman. To. Right, it's <laughs> Superman. Um, but she's coming into her power. Right. Yeah. Um, it's getting more powerful. Right. So now, what makes me think that her powers were mentally locked within her, and it only took that uh, that situation with Kylo to unlock it, unleash. Na- to unleash it. Right. Uh, to awaken, awaken the you would say to awaken it, right? Yeah, to awaken the last Jedi. I think I was pretty um, right? Yeah. So uh, it was really, it was really good to also see Kylo, even though that quick shot, him turning his lightsaber. Yeah. You know what I loved about that shot? I saw because everyone, everyone's promo art showed Kylo Ren with a scar on his face. I love that shirt, Joel. <laughs> Kylo Ren with a scar on his face. I love that he doesn't have it. I love that they're not trying to make him this scarred beast that ends yeah. up having to to uh, always wear the mask type of guy. He's Don't actually do normal. He's normal. He's normal, right? Yeah, no facial. Um, I would love to try him to have scars. Then he'd be like, you know, he idolized his grandfather. Well, I mean, he also wasn't flashed. How many face. people are looking to get hit though? Yeah. But he wasn't flashed. It happens actually. Right. It happens, that's fine. We also got a shot of you see, his mask this, got scratched. Though. You can see his, his mask got scratched. Right. The biggest thing that shocked me out of this trailer was I don't know if you guys caught this. It looks like Finn might be paralyzed from the from the neck down. Him and that body, that body thing with him, it looked like he was unconscious right, right. Or, or sleep. He could be sleep or sedated. Yeah, it but looked it looked like, like I thought he was in a pod. It, it might be it regenerating. Like him. Right, right. Maybe yeah. it's a, like he. I don't know. But I do know it was a lot of speculation that maybe he was paralyzed. Maybe. Uh, from the they, neck down. It could be brainwashing him to go back into, you know, him being a But soldier. he's with the Rebels. Well, no, he's with the Rebels. He's not back with the Phasma. Uh, and also, if Phasma caught him, she'd kill him, not try to rework his mind. Uh, only because you don't want him to kind of snap out of it again and have to go through this all over again. Defective. Um, it was also really cool to get that shot of Leia. True. This will be our last time seeing yeah, Princess Leia. No, yeah. they said that she won't be in the next one. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy said she's they not in the next one. They came out and reneged on that. She came out and said that they kind of didn't want to go the CGI route. They didn't want to go yeah, the... They, say, they did a couple days ago that she would be, but she would be in it. recently they yeah, recently said she came out and said they, they nixed it. She's not in it. I'm sure her presence will be 
Yeah, it probably probably. We did say this before, and Dane, uh, me, you, Nick, and uh, Joel were saying this. Kane, I think you were on that night too. Um, that it seems mm. like they'll kind of have her leave the dialogue in the <laughs> next one. You know, um, and it that really strikes me because I'm wondering who takes over if General Organa is gone. We assume her father's gone. You mean to take over her position? Right, her position. Yeah. I hope I hope it's Poe. I kind of hope oh, it's Poe. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, okay. I think you that's perfect. That. Bring in Jar Jar. Um, no, we also got a really cool shot of Captain Phasma along with her crew. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like destroying a village, right. looking awesome. very badass. You do know that Phasma will have a larger role this time. Right. And I do want to say to everyone who was complaining about the lack of Phasma in the last one, yeah. you guys just don't know the story behind it, so here's the story behind it. They casted her after they had already done everything else. Okay. Yeah. So, so they brought in a decent actor. Right. So J.J. Abrams said by the time he got her to bring her in, everything was done already. Yeah. So they had to give her the little bit. But they promised her in the next one, you got I'll make sure you got that you. she's fully blossomed. We're going to bubble that looks like. Right. But it looks, <laughs> it looks like they, they'll, they'll completely, uh, she'll completely blossom in. So the last, the last thing uh, we should discuss about this trailer is Luke leaving us with the WTF moment of this entire trailer, yeah. with him telling Ray, the Jedi must end. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm yeah. paraphrasing, yeah. but along the lines of the Jedi must end. Yeah, that was a hurtful phrase. That me. was a very hurtful What are you saying? That's the first thing I said to myself. Hey, what were your thoughts on that phrase? Mm, my thoughts is that... Hey, you the Star Force music. <laughs> that was Dane. No... My thoughts, on the, my thoughts on that is that Luke is a very broken man, that the events of uh, what happened between him and Kylo have just really you know, crippled him. He's went to this island to be isolated. He feels completely responsible for the loss of of life. Um you know, at the you know, at the hands of Kylo. He feels like he's failed everybody, he's failed Han, he's failed Leia, he's failed Kylo. Uh, I guess in a way he feels like he's he's just failed overall, you know, because he he brings his dad back and then he loses him and then Kylo goes and turns and just you know he just feels defeated. So I think he's at a very weak moment. Um, I mean, we're probably going to see in this movie that he probably didn't even want to train Ray. It's probably something that she uh, you know kind of begged him to do or. Uh, you know, kind of force, you know, kind of like uh, the Luke Yoda relationship, where Yoda was like, "I don't really want to train him; he's too old." Um, you know, they just had that kind of like bickering relationship. But yeah, um, I will tell you this: this this movie is going to be very dark. I think it's going to be a lot darker than Empire Strikes Back. I think this trailer tells you that it's going to be, and I think they've even said this is going to be the darkest movie of the franchise. Uh, I think. I think it's very much. I know we're going to see Ray coming to her own, but I really feel like uh, this is very much going to be a Kylo Ren movie. We're going to see him probably uh, embrace his powers, become more powerful than he was in that movie. He probably will not be throwing the temper tantrums. He'll probably be embracing the full power of the dark side. And you know, I, I'm I'm excited for this movie more than I was the Force Awakens, just because. You know, just because of that, because now we're going to find out probably who's Ray's parents are. We're going to see him become more, uh, you know, on the dark side. So, yeah, it's um, you know, I, I, but it's it's kind of it's kind of scaring me though, 
because of what's going to happen to Luke. I just, you know, we saw what happened to Han, you know, know, who knows. Well, I will say that Ryan Ryan Johnson came out and said the last Jedi is singular. He did. So, to me, what I believe, I believe Luke makes the ultimate sacrifice. Um, Because this is definitely a hell of his own making. Um, He thought the best thing to do after where we last left him in the original trilogy was to carry on of of the Jedi. And rebuild. Right. He never in his wildest dreams would have thought not only uh, the kids he was raising, but his own blood would walk the path of his father again. And um, mm-hmm. he is broken from that. Uh, he, he created a monster. He, feel, he feels as though he's responsible for the uh, many of death around the galaxy. Right. Um, so I think. Well, Vader this, told him. Yeah, Vader told him that he doesn't know the power of the dark side. And I mean, even in right. the expanded universe, I mean, Luke went that way a little bit. So I mean, yeah, well, I it's, mean, it's hard to even in the last hard movie, to not want to be part of it. Even in the last movie, where Luke is wailing on them, and the Emperor is just like, "Good." Good. Yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke is kind of like taking tippy toes into the dark side. He was about to brutally murder his father. Right. And then it took, yeah, it took and they, the and the strong light side in him to kind of step back and go. And he redeemed not his, his father. Guy. He redeemed his father. So I think his goal now is to see if he can redeem Kylo. But it's going to take it's going to take Ray to pull at his heartstrings for him to even want to get back into trying to, to stop Sith all over again. Right. Um, but uh, uh, Daisy Ridley did say that the main thing of Ray and Luke in this movie is, and this is a quote that I think is the, the truest thing ever, never meet your hero. It's not always as great as you think it is. Remember how excited she was when Han said it's true, it's yeah. all true? She's like, Jedi really existed? This is crazy. Now she gets a chance She's to meet not just the Jedi, the greatest Jedi in history today, and not even that, the last Jedi. The last. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Ray doesn't get tempted to he go to the dark the side. Um, we just got you know, because rebels. they said that poster gives away a lot. I'm sorry, can't say that one more time. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, no, that's okay, my bad. I was no, I was just saying that I think we're even going to see Ray kind of be tempted, you know, with the dark side because you know, like they were talking. Uh, you know, describing that poster, how the lightsaber goes blue into red, you know, that maybe she's even going to be, you know, pulled. You know, they're going to try to, you know, pull her that way. So I think it's all going to just come down to who she is related to, who is her parent. You know what I I love the most? I love that someone tweaked that poster, and they made Luke's eyes yellow. Oh, and I love that so much because for however much people hated Hayden Christensen, the return of, I mean, Revenge of the Sith, he was remarkable. I'm not saying give yes. the guy an Oscar. Yes. I'm not saying the greatest actor ever. But he fully came <sighs> in stone yeah. in Revenge of the Sith. That was the, the best Sith. of the prequels. Right. And then when we see, them, yeah. we see them in Lava Planet and you see his eyes yellow and you see the pain and the hatred yeah. and he just goes completely off. Picture if Luke has that moment right before Kylo strikes him down. Picture if he gets that, that all that anger and sadness mm-hmm. and tries to take Kylo out for good. And in that moment of weakness is when Kylo strikes him dead. It's, it's a twisted family. It's a story, man. It's a, 
I mean, it started from midichlorians, so let's Whip let's it. not act like we're, sh- we're we're shocked. We started with midichlorians. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I really want Kylo to kill Luke though, because we've already seen Kylo kill Han. I'd rather, if Luke sacrifices himself, I'd rather it be a, you know a, a different way. I mean, I don't know if I want to see Kylo kill well, no, unless I, you know unless they I, go that way, I, and now Kylo's I, like I didn't took out two two of them, so. No. Kylo to do it because I do want him to be completely unredeemable. And him killing Han and Luke, his father and his uncle, and that being what could possibly drive his mother to to die. Right. All that pain could could you know you know yeah. you know her passing away. That would be totally dark, unredeemable, and it would completely take him to the dark side. He wouldn't be wavering. He's fighting anymore. it, yeah. Right, he's fighting it right now. So if he's strong enough to take Luke out. That would completely push him to the dark side and then wants. make him completely irredeemable, which everyone wants. No one really wants him to be redeemed. Everyone's like, no, keep him, keep him well, in the bad Yeah, guy. because they don't want him to be like Vader. They don't, they don't want him to be, you know, because that, that arc with Vader, you know, where Kylo's kind of, Let me ask you, know, you this. I think they Let want him this. to go full bad guy. Let me ask you this before we move, on to, our, before we move on to our, our next trail. If hey, they, I would... if, go ahead, Dane. I'm sorry. You forgot me. No, you're right. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. Go ahead, Dave. All right. Well, uh, I like the trailer. Um, I will just say that that scene where you see Davey, Daisy Ridley uh, breathing really hard, that's going to be the scene directly after Luke dies uh, protecting her. I think that he probably pushes her something. She falls and, like, gets away, basically. But that's what I'm predicting. At least uh, that, that's what it looked like. I like that, like the comp books in the past, um, Luke uh, – seems like he's encompassed both the dark side and the force and is going to teach her both of them, or at least that's what I gathered from it. It was a really, really good trailer. Um, I liked a lot of aspects and I didn't reveal too much. So that's, that's, right. that's a good thing. Um, but right. yeah, good trailer. No, I, I will say to the first thing you said, Dane, I think that's all in the first act where he's training her. And I think that's him just being really hard on her and her picking herself up. Did you did you get a Karate Kid like vibe from all that? Yes. And you know yes. what I noticed? Not a lot of people noticed. Remember when it did that sideways shot and it showed her working with the lightsaber? Remember how it had a figure in front of her and a figure behind her? I don't. Watch the trailer again closely at that part. Pause it. There's somebody in front of her and there's someone behind her. I'm going to have to look at it. And I'm thinking that that, No, no, no. I was just about to say that. It could just think about it. There's no one else on that. There's no one else there. It could be it could be a force ghost. And I'm thinking, what if it's Kenobi talking to that's her that's Well supposedly Hayden is gonna be in the movie as a force ghost. That's the rumor. So So probably Hayden and Obi Wan. That would be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Because you know why it'd be so remarkable? You'd have someone who who ventured on both sides in Invader, who's telling her how to properly avoid the path that Kylo's taken. Because she's never had the power that she's about to get. Right. And that could easily consume you. I mean, we see Well, people what if Hayden shows up and talks to Kylo as Anakin, and, and then Kylo realizes that Anakin betrayed the dark side and goes light, and nope. that, like, even further angles him. I don't want that. He became Kylo Ren purely off of the idea that his grandfather was the most dangerous, ruthless, cutthroat Sith Lord ever. He was. So for him to get that whole idea that his his grandfather died a hero, 
that would crush him and completely obliterate the, the <laughs> whole reasoning for him. That would redeem Kyle him. <laughs> that would that would go to redeeming him. And if that does happen, Kanan, it has to be in the very last one. It can't be in this one. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah. Right. Time. I believe Give in the dark time. side. Right, right. Give it time. Give it time. But uh <laughs> But the trailer did y'all did y'all hear the voice? Someone said uh, that. I didn't hear know. anything and I listened to him like yeah, back yeah, to back. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi uh, you hear Obi Wan say uh the path to the dark side and then you hear Vader breathing and then Yoda says uh yeah, something about uh, um uh, I can't I can't remember exact dialogue. But you have to like listen. It's when he when she's talking about seeing the light, the darkness, right. and and then they go to that. Uh, Yoda's voice comes in when they see that little symbol, uh, like she's looking down on that table or whatever. That's when you hear Yoda. But I couldn't. Right. There was like three voices. There was Kenobi's, Vader, Yoda. It's whispering. Very yeah. faint whisper. Very hard to hear. But yeah. um, all right. Whoa. But all right. We um. That was shocking. Star Wars. We, we made- we gave everything to Star Wars. Let's move on to another trailer that shook me to my core because I've hated its franchise since the very first movie. Let's talk a little Thor Ragnarok. Um, wow. Can I just say, I gave, uh, what's the director's name? I can never pronounce it. Taka Wakiti. Right. I gave him so much Black One because I did not know of him. Two, because this is a... This is a franchise that just has not. He's actually done in the that. Green Lantern movie. He was. He was the best friend. Yeah. So yeah. the reason why I love this trailer so much is because not only did this guy pay attention to detail, he made sure things were hit on the mark. How accurate does Kate Blanchett look as hell? Yeah. How fucking accurate? Yeah. Even her 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 little cosplay of Aku. When when it showed her turning around and her face was kind of like all black and yeah. you kind of saw like the things from her her headpiece. Her headpiece. Yeah. yeah, it was like cosplay Aku. But no, it was how accurate was that? That's how Hala looks like though. Right? No, no, no. I definitely yeah. agree. I'm just poking fun. But um, it was so accurate in that shot. And then the shot that stole my heart, her catching Mjolnir and then just destroying it. It showed it in the trailer. She just destroyed it. <laughs> so the main thing I immediately did was try to find any any and everyone who could shed some light to me. And from what I'm hearing, Doctor Strange's role now again, grain of salt. I didn't talk to anyone from Marvel. So this is all grain of salt. My lips are dry. Um, <laughs> but from what I'm hearing, Doctor, remember this shot uh, when Kevin Feige showed us the Avengers video, mm-hmm. and we saw Thor with the hammer. Oh, I hope. We saw right. Hope. It is right. what it, it was. It looked like it was uh, a modified version of Neon. It's a longer, it's a longer help right. than what we're used to. Right. I'm hearing Doctor Strange helped put some of the pieces of Neon there and construct it to be what Thor's next weapon is going to be. And what do you and believe it to be? I believe it to be the one to the be ultimate. Ultimate Thor. Yep. Because think about it. We're getting Broken Thor. Right after Broken Thor, remember? He lost his hammer at the axe. Yeah, Yarn Yarn. It's Yarn Yarn. Yarn It's the one from like the old Meow. 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 Meow.
guns. He had, he had uh, two. It looked like two huge AK forty seven. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I do I do want to say this. I'll be highly disappointed if by the end of that that if by the end of that movie he doesn't pull out the huge axe. He has to have the axe. Right? He has to have. Yeah, the he axe. has to have the axe. He has to have the axe for like three years now. Absolutely, Strange absolutely. Having the axe. So me, when I first joined Geek Live, I went on um, I went on Facebook, my Facebook, and I was like, guaranteed Thor three is going to be like when they inter- when they said like Thor is going to not Thor, um, Hulk is going to be and Thor and Thor three. I said it on Facebook. I said I guarantee you they're going to be Planet Hulk. Thirty seconds after posting it, Juan goes, "You're wrong." I said you were wrong. I said you were wrong. I said you were wrong. Technically, it is not Planet Hulk. There's a lot of elements of it. Of the idea. But of I, I said the first like at least the no. first like, Technically, I it's Planet Hulk like, mixed with Thor Ragnarok. Those two different comic yeah. books in one movie. Exactly. Yeah. But um, was I, and then I won't even get to the Hulk part yet. I'll leave that for last. Um, seeing Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, Tessa Thompson, very beautiful, very, very, very beautiful woman. It looks like she's going to touch to bring, the high knee. <laughs> she's going to bring a lot of intensity to yeah. this role. And Valkyrie's a very intense. Person. I want to see that big ass sword. Bro. I want to see that big ass sword too. I'm not even mad that I. I was saying when Tessa Thompson was casted. I didn't mind them changing the ethnicity. Didn't mind it at all. I was just saying, and I'm a stickler. I know you guys are going to yell at me about it. I wanted her to have the two braids. Me two too. Braids coming I would have loved to see the two I wanted, you I wanted blonde hair and two braids, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I were to be really picky about it. I uh-huh. wanted braid. I wanted braids and blonde hair. I had no problem with her casting, but that would have been a nice little, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't have you been, know. I guess. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely. It's not that big of a deal. It's like Grant Gustin not being blonde. I don't. I can deal with it. Right. That that's not. It's not. Now Ezra Miller. Yeah. Now Ezra Miller. Now we have to wait till we see him in theaters, though, Dane. Yeah. Um, we do. What else we do. did we see from? This? We also saw. Um, we saw Grandmaster, and guess who was sitting next to Grandmaster? Loki. None other Valkyrie. than Tom Hill, aka Loki. Um, well, no, he did talk to Valkyrie. He asked, who did, who, did, who, did, who did you bring before me? Right. And she, you know, I they didn't show up, but, you know, a warrior. She's say a warrior. Uh, Loki being Loki is some of the dopest shit ever, mainly because you don't know if he has his hand in Hulk being there. Right. You don't know if he has his hand in Thor being there. Heard of Hulk. This is That's the thing. thing. On Earth, you should got to go get it. <laughs> you got to go get it. But another show that. Remember how in the set photo, well, the, the, the uh the fully released photo we see Mark Ruffalo looking like a fake Stark, mm-hmm. all glasses up, suit and tie. I'm the only one who said that. I'm the only one who said that. He looks like he looks like he looks like baby baby Stark. But anyway, what I'm interested to see is when Hulk first saw Thor, it wasn't like somebody like Thor was. It was like yeah, no, my job is is to look your ass, and that's what's about to go down. Um, so I'm curious as to when. He's able to be How much Banner. He's under. Right. When he's able to be Banner, yeah, when thinking, he's able to be Hulk. I'm thinking that fight scene. If they do it like they did from the Hulk person series. Oh, Daryl, don't get don't get the nipples percolating. Yo, because mine is like don't yo, get them percolating. Just think Darryl. about it, because remember they said it was, it was, when they released it, like I was like maybe a year ago, maybe couple, maybe not even a year ago, like six months ago, when what? they said Mark Ruffalo yeah. was done filming his scene. Right. Never since there's a lot of Hulk in this. Not less That's what I'm saying. So what if, what if Loki 
found a way to take Banner out of the Hulk. That's why in the trailer, when Thor goes, yes, I know him, the Hulk doesn't recognize him. All right. Because you know? he's just like, yeah. Or doesn't like him. Yeah. Like, well, no, I mean, honestly, it's one of two things. That Loki found a way to separate him, mm-hmm. or he's brainwashed into whoever either, steps in that arena. Either way, they're both take good ideas. But no, they're both see, great ideas. I, I'm not squashing any, any of what either way. Like, you expect a smart Hulk in this, though. I I'd rather separated. Dane, you can attest to this. I brought this up last year. It was me, Travis, and Jonah. I said smart Hulk will be in this movie, mainly because <laughs> it's the best. Things to you do. Talk about Gray Hulk when he was no, a no, 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 no,
I could believe bring, that. I could believe that. He's bringing Thor in because she either one has no idea who he is, or two is just following what the Grandmaster told her to do. Um, but I was gonna say what I'm really, what I really loved about what you said, Dane, and what I can back up what you were saying about her being um, Madame Death. Remember when the set photo came out for Thor Ragnarok with a lady in all black? And we were like, yo, what if that's Eva Green as, you know what I'm saying, as, as, uh, as Madam Death? Right. Remember, death. How, remember how it looked like Death? Right. What if mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Death? Because think about it. Hello without the, the headpiece kind of would look like Madam Death. Like Death, yeah. Yeah. So I'm completely with you, Dane. I'm completely no. with you. I can well, we get Black Panther before we get Infinity War, so something might happen in Black Panther. Uh, no, I'm okay. I still I, Black I still think the huh? Black Panther doesn't have anything uh regarding the gems in it. I can guarantee I don't you that. Think so I think I think the gem's gonna be I think we we talked about that. I still think that one of the gems is gonna be in Wakanda. No, see the reason why you shouldn't do that is because it's Black Panther's first movie. So you don't wanna have to oversaturate it with, you know, the the oncoming hype of Infinity War because it comes out the same year. Right. So you want to let yeah, Thanos have to get it. Say it again. Yeah, I said it comes out in February, but yeah, if it's on, yeah, I mean Thanos, I don't think is going to have all the gems once the movie starts. So he would have to go no. into Wakanda, no. which would you think know, about it like this. Think about it like this. They did say that the um the who did uh, Benicio del Toro play? Uh, He's the collector. Collector. The collector is in Infinity War. We know one of the gems is there. In some capacity. Right. So he could easily uh, help. Well, we know where most of the stuff. gems are. Right. We know where most of them are. You know what I'm most excited We're for? One the gem. fact that Idris Elba isn't a glorified hall monitor in this goddamn movie. He's fighting. He's fighting. He has a sword. He's using his sword. He has a glorified hall monitor. Like a, I mean, that's all they were using him for in the first two movies, a hall monitor. Like, I thought he was going to check for your hall pass every time you tried to cross the bridge. He let his hair down. He, he let, let his hair down, um, and it looks like he's, he's getting in on some of this action. So it looks like after Hela takes over Asgard, he kind of banishes everybody. Like, you see Hemdale's gone. You, we know Odin might uh, – we know Odin's on Earth. Um, so a bunch of mischievous things are going on. She's ruling Asgard. So the movie's about Thor's uh, uh, trying to get Asgard to then take Hela out. I, I'm going to say this again. Until I see the movie and it's not in it, Surtur could still be a huge part of this movie. I think Surtur is. Oh, he's in it. He's in it. I think that's know, the end game for this movie. You so. know, I wouldn't even have an issue if he's somewhat like Dormammu. Oh, really? I wouldn't have an issue. Oh. Hold on. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. Think about how hard it'd be for them to give us that. Because they're not going to give us that huge figure. It's better, is it? They can give us a giant face. They can give us a huge figure. That huge figure? I'm a giant dragon. I'm a fart cloud. You have to do do action scenes with it. So picture that big, huge thing. Yeah, exactly. If I could get Galactus, I could get Surtur, dude. Time out. We didn't get Galactus. I'm saying if we could get Galactus. Oh, okay. I'm like, we didn't get Galactus. If you're telling me we're not going to be able to get a giant Surtur, then then we'll never get a giant Galactus. I'm telling you, dude, just a red cloud. It'll be like like Sinestro with his yellow cloud and Green Lantern and fucking Galactus and Fantastic Four. It'll be great. 
I think if it's not the the, uh, the route of Dormammu, it'll be a more realistic surgery. Yeah, it'll be a more realistic surgery. That that's all I'm saying. Giant head um, Right. <laughs> well, no, I think his sword will still be huge. Um, but let's get to let's get to the uh, the ending of this trailer with Grandmaster presenting his ace in the hole, his you know his top gladiator. Right. You see the door yeah. slowly rise. Slam out John of it. Cena. I'm sorry. Wrong. <laughs> no, wrong not John Cena. Wrong um, and you see, you see Thor go, "Whoa, that's my buddy. I know that's my friend from work." So yeah. And then you just see Hulk completely unamused. Yeah. And then you see Hulk. I mean, Thor just like, "God damn it, I'm gonna have to fight him." And then them lunging towards each other. So you know what I think happens? I think Thor drops him down and tries to talk. The banner, not the Hulk. He tried to talk the banner directly. There was and a, I think Hulk maybe dropped it. There was cuts, then, obviously. Right, there were cuts. I think in between that, they both dropped their weapons. I don't think it's the final. I think it's in the middle. Man. It's in the middle. Of it. you, know, you know what I'm looking forward to in those a series of scenes is John Cena coming out because that's what's going to happen. It's going to be something stupid like that, and all of a sudden you're going to hear his fucking music, and he's going to come out. It's going to be like a split second, it's but gonna everyone's going to laugh their fucking ass off. You know what? I'm going to say this now. If in this movie they do have the, um, you know, the guys playing the trumpet to, to sing song as, yeah. as he comes yeah. out, I wouldn't even be mad at that. Me That'd either. be some of the dopest shit ever. Because he's hilarious. actually Cena in the arena. Right. That'd be awesome. Exactly. And I, don't I, even I show the fight. Don't even show his fight. I just want to see him, like, like, them going through the whole entire arena. It's like, and now coming out, John Cena. That bullshit. It would be hilarious. Dane, Dane. I, I think Chris is listening, so I think Chris will appreciate this too. How funny would it be if the trumpet starts playing and it's really the Miz pretending to be John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. awesome. Uh, Liar. I don't think that's gonna happen. Here we go. That, that would. That wouldn't happen that's, in a million that's years. That's too much of a deep cut. That's too much of a deep cut. Because then you'd have to go into explaining it all. Yeah, no one we would know, get it. No, right. No, no one would get no it but us. No one would get it but us. Um, Joel, I, I want to hear a little bit more from you. Was there anything else you wanted to add from uh, your, your thoughts on this trailer? I think you got the bulk of it. Um, I didn't. I mean, yeah, you guys pretty much touched up on everything. It was nice to see. I, this trailer hit me a lot harder than I expected. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Right. No, I'm with like you. I knew it was gonna be good, but I didn't think I was gonna like it this much. You didn't expect to go. Dang. I'm like, damn. They played Led Zeppelin. I was like, damn. Well, listen, I have to see it first. I still have to see this shit first. It looks funny um, and it's action packed and absolutely. See him with his short hair finally. Finally. People are going to be upset. And you know what I love? You know what I love? What? Remember how everyone bitches like, oh, Ford over wearing his helmet while he wears it now. And it looks badass. The way that he turns it up, it's so fucking badass. It doesn't even look like it fits. So badass. He wore a helmet in the first one. Yeah, he did. But that wasn't, I don't think that was like an official. No, that was more like a crown. It was more like a crown helmet. It was glossy as fuck. This is like the helmet, helmet, helmet. The the one from from Ragnarok. It's more closer. Oh, okay. to I'm about to say, yeah, it's classic. Right. I would love to see. Um, this sleeveless Thor. You know, sleeveless Thor. The, the hammer act. You know, from uh, yes, I know you're talking about the Ultimate Avengers movies, where he has like the pants, the the armor on, but he's sleeveless, and he has the he has the, he still has the long hair, but he, he just like has the hammer act, and he's just like. 
going in there. He doesn't have like the metal sleeves and shit. And yeah, no, I'm with you. He, had, he was, he was um, sleeveless basically in the last couple of movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. Since Nick could not uh, be with us because he had a hot date. Congratulations, Nick. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about this. Trailer. She's a I'm bitch. Oh shit, Nick's gonna hear this. <laughs> I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to keep the vomit inside of my body talking about this next trailer. But we're gonna talk Transformers the Last Night trailer. I'm gonna let Joel kinda lead this mainly because I'm gonna try my to make it to the nearest trash can. So Joel, go ahead. Ah, ah, ah okay. So the Transformers came out with another trailer. And it was actually good. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I enjoyed the, the trailer. But, you know, what? that's just how that's how it works, these Transformers movies. They make some nice trailers. Make them at least intriguing. I'll give you this much. I was watching it, and as I watched it, it kind of got a little, like, it, it gave me the feels a little bit. It gave, me some, it gave you an emotion. It was, like, a little sad. Like, you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, why is Optimus doing this? And I don't get how how much further in the future what happened to this new kid. Like, yeah, uh, Mike Wahlberg's kid. And shit. Well, I think the same thing that happened to Megan Fox. It's just like, yeah, we're not. Roll them out. Yeah. We can't afford them. Roll around. Yeah, literally, roll around. This time. Um, yeah, but no, you, you know what? As I watch this trailer, I will admit every trailer Michael Bay gives us of Transformers is visually stunning. Yeah. And then you know what Pretty. happens? You sit down you after you it. pay your fifteen dollars. And then you watch it. Shut up. And then you watch it, and then you're just like, oh, my God. Can I just get, like, the trailer again, maybe? I got physically sick the last movie. Yeah. No, I fell asleep. I fell asleep, and I don't fall asleep in movies. But listen to this. Man and Dane, I want you you to take over after I I pitch this idea to you. Picture. Which one? The next Transformers movie meshes with the next Fast and the Furious movie, and their cars transform and then they're saving the galaxy because both movies at this point should have stopped at least four movies ago. <laughs> Fast then, Formers. Right. Fast Formers. <laughs> yes. Yes, Joel. Fast Formers. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Too Fast, Transferious. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, just see Dom, you just see Dom pull up next to Optimus. And <laughs> Water race. Right. No. <laughs> I told you. I told you. If they were to embrace that... And I would I would give them so much less shit because I would just be like, fuck it. At that point, you got Kurt Russell and and Jason Statham and all these other fucking badass action actors and and Vin Diesel and The Rock. And then you have Transformers, not this prime. Just do that. Michael Bay could even fucking direct it. I don't even give a shit at that point. It would just be so <laughs> great. What I have to what I have to say about this trailer is that. I'm actually happy because I was able to watch all the Transformer movies. See, what I do is I watch the first movie. And then I watch the trailers for each one after that and don't watch the actual movies. So now I've actually got a satisfying – I don't know what the fuck's happening because I don't know the ending. But um, fuck them because they make a damn good trailer, and that was actually a pretty fucking good trailer. And I don't want to be hyped about it because every time I'm like, oh, Optimus Prime, he's, he's, he's riding a dino blood with a flaming sword? And then it's just – it's the sword gets stuck in my ass because it's the last 15 minutes of the fucking film. So that's how I feel, Dane Rance. Uh, go fuck yourself, Transformers series. Hashtag whatever. <laughs> that was a uh, that was a mouthful, Kanan. Uh, Kanan, I think this always happens to you. Dane goes right before you, and then he he sets the bar so high. It's like, <laughs> God damn, 
they have to live up to this, Kanan. Uh, but Kanan, give it your best shot. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts? Not only on the trailer, but the idea of fast uh, trans period. Fast performers. Fast performers. There we go. That sounds awkward. It sounds like a tranny porn. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, as far as, as far as the trailers go, uh, this was definitely uh, the best that they they've put out so far. I really feel like the marketing for this movie has been abysmal. I feel like they've really just been going based on the fact that it says Transformers. I think everybody will just run out and watch it. This trailer kind of gives you a little bit more. Uh, perspective of what the movie's going to be about. It kind of, uh, you know, because the whole time we're seeing all the other trailers, you know, we see Optimus Prime trying to kill uh, Bumblebee and everybody else, and we're like, what the hell, man? I mean, now this trailer actually kind of goes into more detail about what his motives are, and, you know, and what's going on. So, I mean, the trailer, you know, it it did its job, I think, where the other ones failed as far as, you know, explaining the movie a little bit better. But if it's anything like Age of Extinction, then that I watched that movie one time and I've never watched it again just because it's yeah. it's the worst to me. I mean it's it's worse than Revenge of the Fallen. Um, <laughs> but as far as I mean I could see them doing that as far as like Vin Diesel and The Rock. Like to be honest with you, if, if they really wanted to save the Transformers franchise, they should have went and got The Rock in the first place. Nothing against Mark Wahlberg. It's just I don't feel like he fits in that movie. This seems like something that. Uh, the uh, Rock would have been a good fit for so they should have went. Hey, why do you, you think I fit? Um, <laughs> you just did not do a good job in Ages of Extinction. You just cried about hey, your daughter the whole time. Hey, they had that hey, terrible. Hey, do I look like a scientist? <laughs> I don't look like a scientist. <laughs> we, need guys, we need we need guys with muscle or bring Shia back. Okay, so we either need The Rock or we need Shia. We need Shia LaBeouf to come back. So we we don't want you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Hey, don't hey, make it, don't you make want to tell you about statutory rape in my state? <laughs> Jack, but like saying they need a good actor. Kanan, let me tell you why The Rock couldn't be in. Hey, 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 Mark Wahlberg's a good actor. Don't say that about him. He just sucks in this. <laughs> me, let me, just, <laughs> let me just say that Kanan, not his fault. The reason why. The Rock could not be in Transformers. Why can't The Rock be in The Rock can't be in Transformers because he couldn't save the G.I. Joe franchise. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. What if he was a Transformer himself, Gerald? Would that be okay? Like, what if he actually was a Transformer? He turns into a giant gun. So he can save the franchise. It's the reason why they put him in the Fast and the Furious. You're right. They killed off Channing Tatum for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, The Rock did do a great job saving the franchise. He did because there will be a third. Third so what? A third GI Joe. They were no, that shit. They rebooting it. They were. The Rock, they were. No, no, the Rock, the Rock and Tatum. They already said it's cut from the movie. I guarantee the you they're going to bring. I, I did bridge. like the last GI Joe because they finally got Cobra Commander right. I mean, he actually looked pretty badass. You I mean, what the first movie was terrible. I, just, I don't get how it made what it did. The second one was much better than the first. Guy who did play Cobra Commander was fine. What pissed me off is how do you who played him in the first movie, guys? Just a little trivia. Right. Destro, no, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yep. Destro and Cobra Commander. Like I don't need Firefly. Who the fuck is Firefly? Like I, I need Destro. Look, I'm happy. Hey, but that was Ray Stevenson. Right. That was your Punisher, I, man. I'm not 
Stevenson. I'm just saying I need Destro more than I need Firefly. Oh, Make Ray Stevenson Destro. The Come only on. reason these movies are tolerable to me because the Snake Eyes actually look cool. And then that was it. That was the only reason I watched them. That's that right part. Scene, that was uh, uh, Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow was, was bad cool too. But then they turned him good. But, I mean, uh, he did turn good in the comics, though. Guess who was in that, guess who was in that mountain scene that you, that you love, Gerald? Elodie Young. Yeah, she was. There she was. Yep, that she was, was my first. Um, all right, so let's get into some topic news. Topic news. Let's lead it off with the biggest news, not only of the week, not only of the month, not only of the year, of the century, of the millennial, really? of everything. <laughs> Josh Brolin signing a four-picture deal to be Cable in Deadpool 2. And I'm you know what I just saw? Go ahead, Gerald. Go ahead. Because the last two topics, everybody gave their opinion. (laughs) (laughs) You sat here and just gave your whole spiel. I had to cut it. It wasn't like, I'm going to pass this off to Gerald. It was, I had to cut people off. Talk. Oh, my God. What did you say? Uh, All right. So, my two sentences before Juwan cuts me from the feed. Um, The fact that he's doing. This has been blog talk radio. (laughs) Goodbye. The fact that Josh is rolling. Is both Thanos and Cable. I hope that Ryan Reynolds, when he writes the second movie, he actually addresses that, yeah. like what he did with the Xavier. Like I hope they address that. And like, when to. Cable finally ad- introduced himself, like he just looks at him, goes Thanos, or like you know, or Cable. Which one are you going to do? Well, you also have to remember they can't use certain names. They'll get that line, yep, that, or I'll you'll what Ryan Reynolds will do because you can't just name drop. Characters you don't know. Right. Oh, yeah, just what they'll do is, no, he'll go something like, that happens to like your glowy hand. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, did you have gems or something? Like, he'll allude to it. Like, uh, like Cable introduced himself, you know, I came back to stop you from, like, trying to destroy, like, the X-Men. So he goes, well, shouldn't you be chasing these glowing rocks or some <laughs> shit? Like, <laughs> something like that. Like, right, right. But he can't use the name because they don't, you know what I'm saying? Obviously. Right. Like right. with the helicarrier. Same thing with the helicarrier. Even though that pissed me off because I'm like, that's the helicarrier. Just say that's the helicarrier. Make a Nick Fury joke. Do everything. But Fox and Marvel won't. But, I don't, I don't. but anyway, Gerald, did you want to continue before I move on? Did you say your two cents? I, I love the fact that they got Josh Brolin. I hope he beefs the fuck up because Cable's fucking I don't really need him to. Honestly, I don't really need him to. Yeah, what, if you saw the fan art of Brad Pitt, yeah. that was perfect for me. You know what I would like to see him look like? Yeah. I would like, you ever played Marvel for Capcom too? Yeah. That when he had like the fangs and stuff, like Cable yeah. and his, yeah. like his eye, like kind of flash. I hope they like introduce that. I hope they they might. They um. No, it's a four picture deal, so if it's not Ned, he has three more. I was like, saying like, I hope they you know introduce that you know Cyclops and whoever you know. Look, let's put it this way: in Deadpool, we got the best Colossus I've ever seen in my life. Oh my Absolutely. God. You know, it took five people to make that one. Yeah, there's like three actors playing yeah. one yeah. character. Crazy. You got Deadpool, who was amazing. Has Deadpool. Only thing I get about that teenage uh, Negasonic Warhead. Yeah, not a yeah. teenager anymore. Yeah. She's actually yeah. a lesbian. Negasonic teenage yeah. Warhead. Only thing I hated about that movie, the only I thing I have one negative thing to say. Yeah, she was at the Philly Comic Con. I didn't say shit because she was like a giant lion at the con. She's really short in person. Yeah, God damn. That ass is serious. Listen, man, finish what you were going to say. The only thing I hate. I hated about Deadpool the fact that it was the the same length as a Disney cartoon movie. Oh, wow. It was only an hour and a half long. Okay. Well, you also have to remember this was this was 
Remember how Kathleen Kennedy was saying Rogue One was like a huge risk because yeah. we didn't know how fans were going to react to it? Right. Deadpool was the same way. So you couldn't make it this colossal film that you wanted to. because bomb. you Exactly. Right. So Ryan Reynolds and Tim Miller were very smart, making it short, sweet, to the point. Right. To the point yeah. It was enough to bring in people who had never heard of Deadpool, right. but now will be the first people in line to go see the second one. Yeah. So they did also, that perfectly. Apparently his wife... Um, uh, like comment on the Deadpool. You said her name. You said her name. What's her name? You said her name. Blake Lively. Okay, so apparently, White. When they when they asked her, I think she was on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that, and she goes, you know, what do you think about you know your husband's success on Deadpool? She goes, no one knows about this, but when he did Green Lantern, he was actually writing Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's actually like. Pretty incredible. Yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> did, did you guys hear? Sorry for cutting you off, but you just said Blake Lively. She said that when she was giving birth, Ryan Reynolds brought in a little radio while she was going through contractions with Marvin Gaye and put on Let's Get It On, and she started screaming <laughs> at him furiously and just started blasting it while she was going, like, giving birth. I'm sorry. I just That came to my head, and I had to tell it. Ryan Reynolds is ridiculous. No, no. I love that because I believe Ryan Reynolds in his real life is Wade Wilson. Like, Ryan Reynolds is actually Wade Wilson. He was, he was born to play this he role. He was born to play this role. And the thing I love the most about this Josh Brolin news, you want to know what I love the most about it? Yeah. Not one, and I mean not one person on the planet Earth complained. No, knew that Josh Brolin was going to be Cable. Yeah. And what I love yep. about it is because it was so left field. Because remember how every major, every major news uh, news yeah. source had uh, uh, Michael was it Michael Shannon right. had David um, was it David Harbor Harbor, Harbor. so Brad, many other yeah. people. Josh Brolin was nowhere near there. Was nowhere near. Didn't hear anything. He probably just went up to the, like the casting thing. Was like yeah yeah. No, you know what I think it was. Ryan guy. Reynolds came out and made it very clear he did not want anyone that could out that could out take that could take his shot. He wanted someone oh, that could – no, no, he did say that because you want someone that fits in the mold. You, if, picture this. If Brad Pitt's cable, who's – He was who's very close to Brad very close. But who's top villain? I'm just, it's still Deadpool. It's his I'm movie. Just, no, no, no. It's but not I'm Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt's it's not Brad Pitt. That movie is not Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. Absolutely. But Josh Brolin, um, he's been in some – Yeah, Josh Brolin's a good actor. Though. Yeah, he's not a No, no, no. I'm not knocking Josh Brolin, but Josh Brolin's obviously not Brad Pitt. So no. what I'm saying is he's not top billing by any means. But he, they were talking to the man, though. You have to Absolutely. Josh Brolin's not an a Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's not a knock to him. He's Make just it not, sound like it is. No, he's just not on the level of Brad Pitt. Yeah, but I don't think that's the main reason they casted him. No, that's not what name. I'm saying. I'm just saying Josh Brolin fits in the mold of what he was describing as what they were looking to go right, get. Right. Um, but like I said, it was so left field. It's so perfect. The only reason it was it's left so field perfect. is because he's Thanos. No, it was left because field to me. Perfect because he's perfect you're like, if you think about it, you're like, holy shit, Josh Brolin is the, was a good choice. Well, no, but that, what, I, what I mean by left field is before it was announced, is there anyone on planet Earth, even if he wasn't Thanos, that would have been like, Josh Brolin would be a great case. I would have if he wasn't already Thanos, no doubt. I, yeah. I, well, then I'll say, I'll say it was a shock for me. It was left yeah. field. It was me. a shock, but even that's if why it was a shock. Thanos, I would have never thought Josh Brolin. I would have thought Josh Brolin. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I wouldn't have thought him because he couldn't do it. I just wouldn't have thought it because I, I wouldn't have thought of his name. He fits the mold. The idea of the well, why, why don't we address, he, like, the main thing? You know, within it is that for the longest time, us as comic book fans, and I'm sure there have been cases like main actors like Chris Evans and and uh, 
and Henry Cavill, where it's all about, like, duh. Like, obviously, they're not going to be in, in the opposite concept. But I don't think that the whole, once you sign in a Marvel movie, that means that you cannot do any comic-related movie for Fox or for Warner Brothers. Because when it comes down to it, and I've said this a million friggin' times, is that these are actors if they can schedule enough time to play certain roles and the companies want them and it doesn't go on the parameters of their schedule, that means they can do it. I don't think it so much has to do with them with it being, oh, you can't do comic book movies now. Because, like, why, if you're Idris Elba, why would you sign a contract to play a side role in three films every three years, uh, you know, and, and prevent yourself from being able to be in other stuff? I think that actors – don't line up and don't get roles based on just how it's always been. And I think that comic book fans kind of put like a, a concept to it that I don't necessarily think is, is completely true. I don't, I don't think Kevin Feige's like, no DC. Like I, I don't see any of that. I, I think most of that is actually created in the fan's head. Um, but I mean, I could be wrong, but I think this kind of proves me right a little bit. I will say this because Joel made a very, very, very great point. It all depends, Dane. Because there's no way Robert Downey Jr. could be both Iron Man and Batman. Yeah, yeah like I said, saying? Henry Cavill. There are exceptions to it, right. But, but I, I think it's more common sense driven. I don't think it's like more of like a contract. Right. You know? No, no, no. It's not they're they're going to make you extremely busy like, if you do both franchises too much. Right, right. But like we said before, when people go, well, Idris Elba can't be – because this is what I, I'm going to say this, because I told you guys I was going to go off when, when the show came on. I got nonstop on Instagram. No, but he's Thanos. Okay. Who cares? You, you do realize it's only two movies, right? It's only Infinity War 1 and then Avengers 4. That's it. Even if he comes so back, he's two. CGI. Right, right, right. He's right. CGI you now. You never actually see his face. He's CGI now. <laughs> First of all, if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy again, yeah. and you didn't know who Josh Brolin was, yeah, you wouldn't look at Thanos and go, what's oh, Josh Brolin? No, you don't know who the fuck that is. That doesn't look like Josh Brolin. Yeah. So maybe, maybe little and he's a black dude in Avengers, for Christ's sake. Right. Right, yeah. So all I'm saying is, Dane, you are completely right. Joel, you are completely right. There are always exceptions to, uh, the, rule. to the rule. But there isn't a rule, because you can do both. You can. You honestly can. It all depends, and it's that. not, and it doesn't depend on your contract. It depends on what you're doing in that role. Right. Like if your role, your availability, be, right? If your role is to be like the news reporter, you're not that busy that you can't be a superhero and another friend. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. That's not keeping you busy. Right. So it, it all depends. It completely all depends. I completely agree with you, Dane. Um, that that's something stupid that fanboys around the world started to deem as the golden rule that has never Because they don't want to see it themselves. Like, everyone freaked out when Chris Evans was was uh, Captain America after Human Torch. Like, no, we can't do that! Ah. It's like, just chill the fuck you know out. What Go I eat some Cheerios, uh, you know, and fucking just, just hang out at your breakfast table. You drink some orange juice. You know, calm the fuck you down. Know, you know what I heard a lot right before I passed it to Kanan? I heard a lot. I couldn't get into Ben Affleck as Batman because all I could see is, um, Daredevil? is Daredevil. Shut and that pissed me off door. so much because it's like, dude, they're two different characters. Right. Daredevil was a poorly written movie. Ben Affleck isn't why that movie was bad. Right. I'm not necessarily saying he was the greatest Daredevil in, on, on the planet, but he wasn't why that movie was bad. So that shouldn't go towards your hate of him being Batman. That, that to me, is... is, is 
That's insane. That's like saying Ryan Reynolds, man, Green Lantern sucks. He could never do Deadpool. Right. What? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. He wasn't the reason Green Lantern was garbage. He wasn't the reason Deadpool sucked the first time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kanan, what are your thoughts on Josh Brolin signing the four-picture deal to be uh, Cable? Well, it's better than him signing a four-picture deal to continue to play Jonah Hex. But uh, no, I mean, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, no. To be honest with you, man, Jonah Hex had a lot of potential. That movie had a really good cast. It just—I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't even blame Brolin for that. It's almost like Daredevil Ben Affleck. But no, uh, yeah, I agree. Completely out of nowhere, he was the last person I would have uh, expected. After seeing it, he's a good fit. He's got the build. He's got the height. Uh, he will mesh well uh, with uh, the cocky, sarcastic attitude of Ryan Reynolds, which in just about every movie he plays himself, uh, Dare, uh, plays Deadpool in just about every movie. But, uh, no, I mean, it's fine. And uh, I really don't see him being uh, in the MCU past the two Avengers movies. Uh, I think after those movies are over with, I think his story arc will be will be done. Uh, I don't necessarily know that he'll he'll be killed. But uh, I think uh, they'll move on to somebody else, and, you know, that he can focus on playing Cable. So, uh, I mean, he could play three characters. I mean, as long as he's got time to do it, he puts uh, his uh, effort into it and enjoys it, then who gives a damn? I mean, if I mean, if Ben Affleck is Batman and, you know, he got signed on to do something with another company or he got signed on to play something else somewhere else, I mean – I mean, we love Ben Affleck, so why will we knock it? So uh, I, I do think there will be some joking on Fox's part, you know, like uh, no weren't you purple uh, a couple months ago or something, you know. <laughs> you know, who knows? They'll probably throw something in like that. But, uh, no, it's a, it's a good fit. I really think it's a better fit than uh, um, Michael Shannon. I think it's a better fit than David Harbour. <laughs> Nothing against David Harbour. I just feel like Josh Brolin's got more star power. Yep. Um I think Russell Crowe would have been pretty good, but he's got a similar vibe to Russell Crowe. I just think Russell Crowe is a better actor, but I, I just can't believe I, this guy yeah. almost played Batman before friggin' uh, Ben Affleck got the role. He turned it down and then took the role of Thanos, and now is playing Cable. Like very strange. I think, crazy. Yeah, I think, the, I think the thing that uh, I think the thing that scared a lot of actors off was that four picture deal. I think you know yep. a lot of people like to kind of go into a role and see how it's going to be first and. Uh, you know, I think that was kind of the, I think that was kind of the thing that it had to be, uh, you know, for you know for uh, you know for. I mean, of course, if the movie doesn't do well, I mean, we know it's going to. But of course, if it doesn't or something happens, you know, they probably won't hold him to it. But no, it's a it's a good choice, and yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna make Deadpool two, you know, even better than the first one. Now, Juwan, are we thinking that these movies are going to be like the four films? So one of them has to be this, and then would it just be a trilogy for X-Force? No, well, I I definitely assume there will be a Deadpool 3. There will be a trilogy for Deadpool. Well, will he uh, be in the third one? Yeah, because think about this. If it's a four-picture deal, right, right. the X-Force doesn't necessarily have to be Mm -hmm. spearheaded by Cable. Should be, though. It should be. That's that's his movie. The bigger draw, so it'll be spearheaded yeah, it's, by, it's, by it's Deadpool. K, it's cable team, though. Right? No, 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 no. I'm well, not, he could I'm always show up in an X Men no, movie. I get it. Well, good. One of the films is Deadpool two. Then the next one will be X Force. Then the next one could be Deadpool three if right. they decide to go that way. 
and then if they decide to make X-Force an X-Force two. part two, and yeah. then that's it, and then they can work out something going forward. Works for me. Or, or you don't think he shows up in an X-Men movie at all? No, he shouldn't, as he should. No. Every timeline has a different set of X-Men, so who knows at this point? I mean, I'm I'm just saying I don't need the streams across. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know them. if I want them to at this point because I'm like I don't even know what the X Men are doing. Right, I don't <laughs> know what the X Men universe is right now. Yeah, so it's I, a limbo. I, I mean, and it honestly, needs a, it needs a reset. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It really doesn't fit. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And it who better to reset it than Cable? We're gonna get a more yeah. sillier Cable. Or Phoenix. No, no, no. Yeah. I I don't mean silly like he's like Deadpool silly. I mean like he's not gonna be this brooding. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, gonna I gonna think he's going to be Cable. That's all he he's going to be the straight man comedy. He's going right. right. to hit uh, Ryan Reynolds a lot in the face. He's going to punch him in the face a lot. I don't, I don't right agree now. with that. You think Cable would fit right in the X-Universe? I'm saying the right character right doesn't have to change because he's going to Deadpool. He could be Cable in Deadpool and Cable in X-Men the same thing. No, no, I'm just saying I don't think That's he what fit. I'm for the X-Men movie. Well, based on that, then Deadpool doesn't fit either, technically. I agree. You know? I but, wouldn't want Deadpool crossing the stream to... No, but see, to I don't X-Men. want them to cross the stream. I want everything in the Deadpool universe. That's what, <laughs> I'm, saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't want them to... Don't cross the pond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay there. Stay there. Um, but no, that that's huge, 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 huge news um, that no one saw coming. And that's why it's, it's such great news to get. Yeah. Because no one saw it coming. When I saw it, I'm like, is this a lie? I'm like, because when they posted it, I was like, that's not true, is it? Because I, like, I didn't hear anything about that. It just came out of nowhere. I, I love that everyone started tagging the three of us. And they were like, guys, is it true? And we were just like, no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm at work. I can't check it. But I guess. <laughs> it came from the Hollywood Reporter. I think that told right. you enough. Right. That, that, that's Someone was like, this is bullshit. And I'm like, no, I would know bullshit. Hollywood Reporter. Means it's true. It's like variety. Sorry. Yeah. So. All right, Dane. I want to get into this next topic that I know you're gonna love. Go to dig. <laughs> go ahead, go, go. That I know you'll love to dig. Uh, dig into. Um, it was being somewhat reported that Shazam and Black Adam's movies were kind of gonna be Nick, and it was uh, Black Adam was just being Man of Steel Part Two. That was that was what they were running. With. That's what like, they were running. That was a rumor. Right, a rumor. Now, first thing, me and Dane and I believe Joel kind of brought that idea up almost a year ago, where we were saying well, that him being a villain part. Yeah. yeah, him being a villain part in Man of Steel would possibly be some of the greatest. Picture it like, you don't give Sam his own movie yet. Picture Black Adam's the main villain in Man of Steel too. Yeah. He's destroying Superman, and you see this kid. He's kind of walking towards, like, towards the fight. And you see Superman trying to reach out to kind of, like, get the kid away. And then Black Adam looks up to kind of go and take out the kid to further put Superman down. The kid screams Shazam, transforms into uh, Captain Marvel, and starts just, no, it starts just destroying Black Adam. That builds so much hype for people to go, if he had his own movie, hell yeah, I'd go see it. Instead of people like, I'm going to wait until a trailer, because I don't know who this guy is. You know what I'm saying? But the Rock did come out. He was, uh, he was doing for an interview fate. for Fate, uh, fate Eight. The Furious. Fate of the Furious. God, I hate that movie. Uh, <laughs> no, I just hate the name. It's just such a stupid name. Anyway, um, he did come out and say Shazam has his thing. I'm gonna have my thing, and then we kind of meet in the middle. So by him saying that, it confirms as as far as he knows, 
there will be a Shazam uh, solo. There yeah. will be a Black Adam solo. But from the like, from the look of it, it seems like Black Adam will be as sooner rather than later. Well, that's who the wants thing. to see Black Adam? Not to cut you off, but who wants to see? Because Black Adam is literally ten thousand years old. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? <laughs> who would be playing Black Adam? The Rock. Okay. That's why people would want to. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring you. That's why people. But would then, want to but, that, but you have to look at it though. Because of Rock's star power, because of Dwayne Johnson's star power, it wasn't like a connection. Exactly it was like, actually, yeah. like, you know, we're just going to throw you as a villain. Mm. Because it's the Rock, like, man, I'm going to suck your <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you your own movie. Yeah, all look, right. He's been waiting. People's elbow, all right? He's, waiting, he's been waiting for years to do this. I role, will so. say this. It was either years, before, years, something was, like 10 years. It was either before Man of Steel or right around Man of Steel. That was like the first official casting of the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it was. was the Rock as Black Adam? And then nothing it. ever, it nothing like, ever was born. Like the first year, like we heard about BBS it was around that year. Like after that, no. No, no, it was a little bit before that. Year, it took two years for BBS to come out. No, no, but I'm saying this was a little bit around Man of Steel. It wasn't around Man Sure. Yeah, that. I'm going to triple check that. You can check all Even though you're my fat guy, I'm going <laughs> to triple check that. No, but no, it, it, in a... all seriousness, I, I'm fine with him having his own movie. We know the idea of him um, being in this franchise was because he was always going to get his own movie. Right, right. That, that's just like that's hand in hand. Right. So I, I would never have an issue with that. Um I'd just say he deserves it first and then wait for a little bit and then do. Um, I don't mind Black okay. Adam being first. I don't know if that's the case because technically Shazam has a director and he doesn't at the moment. Right. Well, he did he say. He has a script coming and we don't know anything about Black Adam. The only reason either. why I said I assumed it'd be coming sooner than later right. is because he said it'd be coming sooner than I, later. I don't disagree with him. I'm just saying we haven't heard anything except him as Black Adam. So let me ask you this before I pass it to Dane. Currently 2019 has nothing. Well, nothing Woody, official, yeah. Nothing official. We have the tentative. Right. So let me ask you this. I'm going to give you three options. What's more likely to definitively happen in 2019? Um, Batman, Flash, or um, Shazam, or Black Adam? I'll put that in the... Batman. Batman? Batman. 2019. Batman, definitely. Batman. Easily, yeah. Okay. Just asking. Because they did say they want two a year. So Shazam was one of the movies. Shazam was one of the movies in 2019. I think it was Shazam and Just League 2. I think we're scheduled both got nicked, and so it seems like it probably will be Flash and Batman. Right. Yeah, Batman should definitely have a fall release. Keep the Flash in the summer. Right. That's all I'm saying. But Dane, what do you thought? I would love that. Yeah. 2019 Batman. Well, talking about rumors, I mean, we're talking about uh, 2019. That is an anniversary. I forgot which one for Batman. And there's actually rumors going around. There actually, you know, since there's so many Batman-related movies, the Batman and maybe Batgirl. Birds of Prey, or whatever the heck that one's called. Um, Gotham City Sirens and Nightwing, maybe two of them will be that year specifically because it's like an anniversary. I forgot how long. But uh, getting back to this, I don't know if this is true. Um, I don't think actually it is true. I don't really think The Rock is a good person to um, you know get advice from because it seems like he's in the know, but he actually just talks directly and kind of doesn't if, – if things happen, he's going to be probably one of the later ones to find out. Um Shazam Black Adam, I think it would make sense to introduce him in another movie. I think it would make sense to have Black Adam first um, in this film as a villain. And I know a lot of people are going to say Brainiac, Brainiac, Brainiac. I completely understand. But you could use Brainiac as a second Justice League villain. 
or you could use him as the third Man of Steel villain. Um, you could actually build up little things within this to show you that Brainiac's there and he's coming. I mean, he's technology. But they got to stay a little bit away from doing that storyline because of Age of Ultron. Make sure it's been like a good bit so it doesn't look like, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but like the comic books, these characters are inspired by each other, so it's going to look somewhat like a ripoff. Uh, I don't know if they're worried about that or not, but Black Adam would be an interesting villain. They could introduce him. The Rock versus Henry Cavill, Superman, that's pretty fucking awesome. And I love your idea about having Captain Marvel come in towards the end of the movie, you know, and, and join the fight. That would be great. Lex Luthor could be manipulating him, much like he does the Brainiac, but I like it better with Black Adam. And then you could also have him have his suit at the end of it. So I would do that if, 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 if it were up to me. But I would be down. I'd also be down. I'd be so down for that. I don't care which one comes first either. Like, uh, I, I, I'm down for him being the villain. I've been saying it mainly because they, when they, they said the whole Deathstroke's gonna be the Batman, the main Batman villain. I'm like, that makes sense for Superman to get a different type of villain than the normal one, like Batman yeah. got with Deathstroke. It worked for what that pattern, and that's that, that that's what they were planning. But it seemed like that was where they were going with it. I mean, I want to, I want to ask you this, Joe. I want to ask you this, and I want to lead it into to passing it off to Kanan. Okay. Has anyone been paying attention to how friendly? Joe Manganiello and Arn Hammer have been recently. Yeah. All I'm saying is, and I know you guys don't like it. Army and Hammer. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep putting this out there, man. What? As friendly as Joe and Army seem to be, it could be because Nightwing's movie's right around the corner, and Deathstroke could possibly be a main baddie. Well, I'm hearing that Nightwing, Nightwing casting is not won't be having for another mm-hmm. year. Or something. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what I'm I just heard. Saying. No, no, and I'm not knocking that. But technically, Army Hammer has said he hasn't heard anything from from Warner Brothers either. I'm just saying. Are you believe him? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not, absolutely not. You're telling him either way he's lying because he's saying he's not even. So right. Either way he's lying. Either way he's lying. he's lying about something. Right. Uh, I don't want him to be made. I personally prefer him to be Green Lantern, of course. But I do believe him when he says that they have not approached him about being the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. They might have spoken to him about what they'd like him to be, but I don't think it's Green Lantern. I will say that. Uh, why do uh, something weird like Hawk, Hawkman or something? We're going to get like an that. announcement next week with the Green Lantern. <laughs> like, well, I didn't think of that. I'm like, what? Um, but Kanan, what do you think? disappointed, man. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Two-faced motherfucker. <laughs> Is Kanan on? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. as far as, I mean, I, I I don't mind uh, you know Black Adam being the villain. I'm the one that's for uh, them doing uh, introducing Brainiac because we know Justice League Two is going to be you know all dark side. I really don't think there's um, a reason to have uh, you know Brainiac come in because he's just his own villain. But I mean, yeah, I mean we we've seen uh, the animated movie uh, Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. I mean that was a really good. A uh, little animated short. I'm sure y'all have seen it, but um, I mean, it would give Superman a formidable foe. I mean, he does have. I mean, Brainiac would be very good as well. I guess it just depends on where they want to take it. But I mean, I wouldn't complain. I mean, if if they said that's who it's going to be, then yes. I mean, that movie would be huge because I mean, you would not only have The Rock, you'd have Henry Cavill, but you'd have Superman versus Black Adam, and I mean, you know, they they don't necessarily have to make uh, you know, Black Adam, the main bad guy. I mean, they could introduce somebody else. You know, I think if they, I think if Black Adam is the villain, then I don't think you bring Brainiac in at all. I think he can be uh, his own villain. I think maybe you could do a Metallo Shazam, uh, you know, maybe type movie. But 
you know, where you see Shazam and Superman team up to fight both of them at the end or something, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I'd be down for it. I mean, I'm not going to knock it. I mean, it's The Rock. I mean, who's going to who's going to say no to him? So I'm not going to. Think about the marketing no. for the general public. They're going to think, "Holy shit, I'm going to watch Superman fight The Rock." That's exactly what they're going to think. Money, money, yeah. money, money. Well, and he's all in all of his promotions ever since he got named uh, Black Adam. I mean, it's never really been like towards Shazam. It's always been at Superman, like putting his boot on the throat of Superman. It's always been aimed at Superman. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we saw the picture of them meeting together. You know, maybe that's them, you know, kind of collaborating because it wasn't long after they had that meeting that the Rock's ex-wife came out and said, there's going to be a Man of Steel 2. It's in the works, and then, you know, look where we're at. I mean, they, they, they talked about it not too long ago. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say, that's where, I'd say that's where they'd go first before they even give him his own movie, you know, have him be in the, Super, the Man of Steel 2 movie. Could you imagine them cutting promos, like like The Rock, like, you know, getting them to do that on Twitter? That'd be hilarious. I mean, picture, picture, such teases. Yeah. Picture the meat. Circus if it happens to be anywhere around WrestleMania. Right? Well, <laughs> right? How would you watch Justice League and Black Adams in that pre-fight? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, stop it, Joel. I'm sorry. I, I, I spoke too soon. Stop it. <laughs> and we know Joe yeah, Cena's going to be Shazam, so he can fight Shazam at there, right? Right. Oh, God damn it, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, know, and, I know, and I know Henry Cavill isn't as big as uh, The Rock, but uh, you know even uh, Christian Harloff said he said he stood next to Henry Cavill and said he's much taller than they make him out to be, and he's he's a huge dude. So I mean that yeah. I mean I mean I think that would he's standing next to someone six three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, well, I think yeah, Ben Affleck's like six four, and like I think Cavill's like six two, but they try to make it seem like he's six foot or something like that, but. Harloff said he was like six, six one, and and, and Cavill was t- was way taller than him. So, all right, so let's get into our final topic. And the name of this the name of this name topic, of I think I think you guys will enjoy because you'll get it as soon as I say it. Let's get into Arrowgate, um, <laughs> where, where we have uh, a story we don't know what to believe. Man who's been it. Is is not is is not and then is uh, going to be returning to Arrow as none other than Slade Wilson. So pretty much we had Stephen Amell who goes, what did he say? Uh, if you can't beat him, join him. Something along the lines of that. Uh, and then he kind of just reached out saying, um, you know, he's back, Slade Wilson. Uh, and then he put Manu's name in. Uh, Joel's pulling it up for me now so I can uh, read the exact tweet. Yeah, okay. So pretty much Manu Bennett just came out and was like, nope, I'm here doing a Chronicle, Shanae Chronicle. Shanae Chronicle. Not the Shanae. The Shanae Chronicles. Whatever the hell he's out there doing. Sahara. Like Sahara, but Sahara. The uh, Safari Chronicles. Uh, okay. Uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. What is it? Sahara, Sahara. I believe. Sahara. Sahara? Sahara? Oh, so is Matthew McConaughey. That's it. That's it. Sahara? I, uh, okay. Actually, uh, I am going to be in this movie. All right, all right, all right. 
So anyway, so Stephen Amell's tweet was desperate times call for desperate measures. Welcome back, Manu Bennett, with a picture of slave. But I hope you do upgrade. So the hell was that? Manu Bennett did come out saying that nope, he's not in it, not in it at all. He's doing this in Nene Chronicles, he's not in it. Uh, <laughs> we get from Mark Guggenheim pretty much all but confirming that he is going to be in uh, Arrow. But he throws a curveball, saying that he's in Arrow, but in the last episode of, like, season six, not even season five. So it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Why did anybody tweet? Like, I think Stephen Amell is given too much freedom sometimes. He's just like, hey, I want to say this. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, sure, go ahead. So, you know, Dane, I'm going to pass it on to you, because I know you were the – the main person leading the parade of Manu Bennett coming back in some way, shape, or form. All right. Well, this is actually not Dane. This is a, this is this is Slade Wilson and Oliver. I'm coming back for you and your mother. <laughs> what if what, what if Slade Wilson banged Mariah and before you know we just don't know about it, but. Do you think he he did before he killed her? You know, like when he was over there. Never mind. Anyways, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I do think it's true. I actually went to uh, someone did an article, and it was probably made by like a 16-year-old, but he had a huge analysis on the whole fucking concept. So apparently the tweets were him saying that there is a stunt double, or it looks like there is a double of someone with the Deathstroke costume that has been reported on the set of Arrow. And he was saying, that's not me. I could pos- I, there's no way I could possibly be there uh, because I'm here filming the Shinane Chronicles, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, now, I forgot the goddamn thing. Thanks, Juwan. Uh, but anyways, about the Shenanigans calling. So I, all I think he's saying is, I think he's definitely going to be in the end of this season. They're not confirming that, but he's definitely coming back next season. That has been pretty much confirmed. But I think he will be there. I just think that someone else has his costume on for, like, some type of scene that they're going to do where he doesn't take his mask off, just like the dream sequence from the alien ship or some shit. Um, but, uh yeah, that that that's what I think. I, I I can't wait, and I hope he's a villain next year. And um, I'm kind of hoping, and I don't know if it's going to happen, that Prometheus and Artemis are actually his are his son and daughter. Uh, I don't know how that would work out, but you know it's a CW superhero show, so you can fucking just do it. Flashpoint, Flashpoint. There you go. Yeah, he's he's there. He's definitely going to be there. I have no doubt in my mind we will be definitely seeing Manu Bennett at some point this season. On arrow, so I don't even think it's there's no there's no need to deny it. We've seen pictures of that, so that too. Cannon, you're next. Um, I don't know what to make of it either. Yeah, he he came out and I mean they made it seem like he was going to be in this season at the end, and he says I can't be there because I'm. Uh, so maybe uh maybe there's somebody in the outfit and he just did the voiceover work, you know some, you know ADR because. Guggenheim said uh, sure. on a tweet that his voice, we would hear his voice in the in the finale. So, uh, right. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm glad he's coming back in, in a way. But man, after seeing after seeing Joe Manganiello in the Deathstroke suit, I'm just kind of like, mm, maybe you shouldn't have brought him back. Maybe you just need to go another direction. Because I'm kind of oh, sh- I'm kind of on the Joe Manganiello Deathstroke train. Hey, you can be on both, bro. There's no need to do this. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. 
I love. I, I really like Manu Bennett. I just. I wish they would kind of revamp that outfit. I, I wish they could. You know how much what? harder oh, it they, to, to change will. that mask. Yeah, I mean, change or just have him. Just have him. Uh, just have him like he is in a lot of the um, in the comics. You know, with even out the mask. You know, just the eye patch and the. You know, the scruff. Like just that. have him go around like that. I like no, that. I like the mask too. But I'm saying, you know, you you see a lot of publications of comics where he doesn't even have the mask on unless he's. You know, actually fighting like he goes around a lot, uh, even in the animated movies and stuff like that. He 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 doesn't even wear the mask. Blade didn't always wear mask though either. Very true. But no, to a degree, to a degree, Kane, I do agree. I do want to see him less with the mask, mainly because the mask is just like so clunky, huge and clunky. Yeah. I would love it. It looks like the outfit. The outfit from uh, Teen Titans kind of differentiate it and kind of make it look more like that style. Because I always like the costume of Teen Titans. Now, by no means, I'm not exactly completely agreeing with Kanan. I'm fine with the suit. I just want them to slim it out. And I need the. the I like them updating. I need the the helmet to kind of be smaller. And I'd, I'd even like them. I mean, mainly because they already know who Slade Wilson is, so why not just go around without the helmet, just destroying shit? That's his thing. Why you gotta, yeah. why you gotta, what's up to it? Well, because <laughs> think about it like this. In the comic, he didn't make himself that known. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you wore the mask because no one really knew who you were, and you didn't want them to. Right. But in Arrow's world, in the CW, mm-hmm. everyone knows, everyone in Starling, everyone, everyone in his thing knows. Right, knows who he is. So his who are you group. wearing the mask for? I mean, the mask or without the mask scares the shit out of people regardless, so yeah. you can't even say, I'm wearing the mask to scare people. I mean, bitch, you have a huge sword and two dual pistols. Hey, that shit scares I'm, me. I'm not hating on the mask. I don't know, it seems like you guys don't want to see a mask on him. <laughs> like, I just think it's pointless because they already know. Just give me him are. back. That's all I care about. Yeah, yeah all right, Dane. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with that. But yeah, no, I'm with Dane. I would love for Prometheus to be... If if not Slade's son, because I'm fine with the idea of him not being Slade's son, <laughs> I'd love the idea of Slade not being behind it all, but Slade taking him after Prometheus is defeated. And like, listen, we both kind of went up against Oliver, both failed. How about we come together, take him out? And then the yeah. twist being Artemis is Slade's daughter. And instead of yeah. Sportsmaster, Slade is, is, you know, filling the role of Sportsmaster, but a thousand times better because it's Slade. Well, he could be her... Like, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they can do what they did, even though it's kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. it was in the comic book. What they did with Tara, they can do with her. I mean, they absolutely... Oh, uh, that's, that's naughty. It's awkward, you yeah. I'd love it's all really awkward. I'd really love... Remember how much he felt for the, the last <laughs> chick that was Ravenger? Yeah. I'd love it because they're not using Artemis to her full potential. Right. Scrap that, because no one would be upset. Scrap it. Make her the Ravenger. You want her to be Rose? Yep. Yeah. Have to change her name or anything. Keep her name. Just don't call her Artemis. Like when they go to call her yeah, Artemis. No need to call her Artemis. No need to call her Artemis. And what Slade can do this whole She's off season, Artemis. while you know, while you know, before the new season starts, you can say uh, Slade's been training her rigorously the entire time, and she he's making her into the monster that him and Prometheus are. What was Artemis' uh, name in the show again? I only knew Artemis. No, she had a name. No, no, no. I'm not saying she didn't. I only knew. Damn it. I only knew about Artemis. Uh, by by Artemis. But I think that'd be so badass that Arrow season six has a three headed um monster that they have to defeat. Right. And then Oliver. Yes. 
let me pitch something for you for the ending. So the okay. fight goes back and forth and shit like that, and I would like actually Prometheus to gain the upper hand and have one part where he's about to like take out Oliver, and Artemis like kind of distracts him and starts talking to him, admitting who the hell she is, and right at the end of it, you just see Slade Wilson come up to the foe that has broken Oliver down completely, just completely broken him down, come up behind him and just slit his throat like it's nothing, and throw him on the Ow. floor. And, bo- and it ends with them two looking at Oliver leading into the next season. You know what? You know what? I want, I want to put a small little spin on that. You know Go how Oliver's it. been so much heat? You know what I'd love? Mm. I'd love if the human target was, was parading to be Oliver. No, 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 no. Just, just in that. In oh. That so when he flicks his throat, we're all like, holy shit, that was Oliver. And then, you know, Slade kind of picks him up, and then, like, the mask comes off, right. and we human see it's the target. human target. It's the human target. Right. I love that mainly because we get both ends. We think, holy shit, Oliver, Oliver might die. Right. You know, and then on the en- other end of that, it's like, oh, thank God. It was that the wasn't human, ta- poor human right. target. Right, it was the human target. Because to me, that was you, a throwaway. You know, you know I was referring to, he was, like, Slade comes up behind Prometheus, who's about to kill Oliver, and slits his throat. I wasn't oh, thinking he kills, slits Oliver's throat. That, like, and then, and then it's Oliver who just, his foe that has dr- driven him absolutely insane all year is killed in two seconds by Slade, and it just ends with Oliver staring at Slade and Artemis, who says, you know, she's Rose, basically Slade's daughter. Wait, wait a minute, and wait a minute. What if, it just fades to black, and then that's where it starts next year, is him on top of, about, like, wherever. Mm. What about this? Mm. I think Joel. I think Joel will really like this one too. Really? What if it ends with Oliver? You know, the team defeated Prometheus. They're all in the cave, and Diggle's like, things really don't seem the same without us having Thea here to celebrate with us. And right. Oliver goes, "Let me give her a call." Calls her, right? We know Prometheus is already defeated. Right. He's speaking to Thea, and Thea goes, "I still need some more time to myself. You know, I'll be back to you guys within like a few weeks or whatever, right?" And as soon as she hangs up, before she hangs up. You just see a sword go right through Thea, right. and then all you hear, all you hear is her like you know choking on blood, and, and Oliver's just like Thea, like he keeps calling her, and then as, as her body like slides down off the sword, you just see Slade oh. standing behind her. So then the start of the next season is mm-hmm. who killed Thea? You know what and happened know to Thea? Thea we know who killed Thea, but now the team has to go and search. None other than Slade Wilson. And it also so redeems for, for slagging his ass beat by fucking Thea the last time we that, saw him on the island. And I'd even like yeah, for him I'd even like for him to deliver this line. I had some unfinished business with you. Yeah. And then it, it hits the black and then that's it until season imagine, How dope was that? They kill off Thea in the final in that final episode. I mean, think about it. They've been building her up like that. They've been building her up to kill where offable. She was, Exactly. Exactly. How often did we see her this season? Like a handful of times. How would you like that, Gerald? That'd be dope, right? Picture Thea sliding off the sword, and then you just see Slade Wilson like I had unfinished business with you. Would not be. (laughs) Wow. I just got that. I thought you were talking about Rayshawn Gould, but I I got what you're saying. The crazy thing is though, like I believe he's coming back, like. I think it's just like just the trick fans and the thinking, oh my God, he's coming back. I would love to see him come back as the season six um, villain. Main villain? Main villain or just a side villain? Nah, main villain because Slade Wilson and Prometheus were Oliver's most crying villains. But then, crazy, he'll be like, well, we've seen this before. 
Well, so they mean, were his most biggest villains because they both did what no one else could do, and that was struggling. And my, my thing is, though, who the hell is good Vigilante? Oh, we'll listen. see him again. Because Vigilante now has a bone to pick with Prometheus. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I, I think in that final huge battle between Prometheus, Artemis, and hopefully Slade, um, we might see Vigilante come in oh, yeah. and not not help Oliver, but try – I mean, not Oliver, the arrow, but try to take down both sides. How dope would that be? Yeah, that's a triple threat. threat. Yeah. A triple but threat. I mean, what would, like, I want to see, like, another – that way to find out who he is, man. Another big – because, you know – what if it's land? Imagine if oh, land. Wow. I don't know. She's, That'd be crazy. She's right. four, like, they gave us a meta-human for the villain. People really didn't like the meta-human thing with, you know, Oliver Fisher. They didn't. I was okay with it, but they didn't execute it to me. Right? Yeah. What well, do you mean, last season with Damien Dark? Damien Dark, yeah. You know what it reminded me of? Suicide Squad having a meta-human villain. You shouldn't have did that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was that. awkward. Yeah. Not that they can't do it once in a while. It should have been the main threat, though. I mean, what Oliver Queen has some... Because we know we're going to get Black Siren at some point next. A lot of next season. She's going to be yeah. the main character. I would, I would like... Black Siren. Oh, okay. She's definitely going to be... Uh, she's meta. Yeah, she's oh definitely going to be a villain. Canary Cry versus yeah. Canary Cry. Oh, she's definitely going to be... Now. I could honestly see her being a multi-episode, you know, yeah. like, you know villain where... She's gonna be the, one of the main villains. She tries to get an Oliver head, basically like, "Oh, you replaced me already," like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Or think about it like this: Blade and Artemis, aka hopefully Ravenger, and then you have Prometheus and Black Siren. Mm-hmm. And then think about this also, because remember, mm-hmm. Felicity might end the season as some some type mm-hmm. of rogue, right? So you have the team of Prometheus, Black Siren, Blade, Artemis, hopefully Ravenger, and then Oliver and his new Black Canary. Picture that that huge battle between the between I all think those season six. There's so many questions. I, don't I, don't know, I think it's going to be all out war. I think with season six, we're going to get multiple villains that's going to try to take down Oliver. For the simple fact, Katie Cassidy, who was the original, you know, Black I mean, Canary on, yeah, I guess not the original. The original was her sister. So. Well, yeah, well, right. the, you know, well, she actually she called was, herself Black Canary. Yeah, right. right. You know, yeah, she right. was the, uh, you know, basically throughout seasons one through right. now. She, she, yeah, she signed back on as a, a, a regular. A regular. So we could see. We, I don't think she's coming back as you know, Dinah Laura Lance. Right. She's coming back as mm-hmm. the Black, Black, Black Siren. So either they can either sit there and go, well, you know what, you can't beat them, join them. But I'll be like this rogue type thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, I believe she'll probably bad. team up with. Multiple villains to try to take him down. See, yeah. honestly, I'd like her to be an antihero. Wanted to be a villain because they need a villain for it. There's got to there's got to be a beast there between her and Dinah. You know what I was thinking about? I would really love the for the current uh, the the current Dinah. I would love for her. Remember in Justice League Unlimited? Yeah. Remember that big bad uh, that that uh, that mafia guy she was trying to take down? In Unlimited? Yeah, yeah, in Unlimited. Remember when Martian Manhunter banned yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah, yeah. she was gonna kill him? I'd love for that type of character to come up in her story arc. Right, yeah. yeah. I'd really love that. And Oliver tell her, don't kill her. Kind of like Martian Manhunter did. You, you can't kill him. All right. And then she has such huge ties to this guy because whatever he did to her family. But I really want her to, her and Siren to have a big, like, to be her main Absolutely. The main reason is because she doesn't know her. Like, the right. crew, do, right. they're going to be soft on her, maybe mm-hmm. because of the way she looks. Right. She won't. I'd love, I'd love for that to be an episode of its own. 
Dino versus Dino? Dino versus Dino. Crazy. Battle of the Cry. I think it's definitely going to happen. Absolutely. Battle uh, of the Cry. Yeah. Because- yeah, I, I, not, not only that, you know, it's. Uh, I think that she's going to gain blonde hair. I think her outfit's going to change. And I think she's eventually going to get up with Oliver. I think they made a good decision with that. And Katie Cassidy as a villain is a very good idea. But, guys, we had a friggin' one hell of a show tonight, um, as always, because we kick ass. But, um, dude, we had David Harewood. We talked to the Martian Manhunter. I talked to him about oh, a movie yeah. that he did with Leonardo DiCaprio, for Christ's sake. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's mind-boggling. But thank you guys all for listening out there. It's been a lot of fun doing our thing on Geek Vibe Nation Live. I think I forgot the S, but that's okay. Sometimes we all, <laughs> all do. But um, you guys have a great night. Definitely keep on listening. And, uh, you know, hold yourselves you know, let, let's let's bring love in this world. Fuck all the hate and shit. Serious. Absolutely. And also, stay tuned for more celebrity guests on Geek Vibes Nation. Woo! Absolutely. Let's do it. Wait, how much time we got? Like a second. We got one more minute? Yep. Go, go, go ahead, Gerald. Do it, Gerald. Finish it, Gerald. Do it. Someone give me a beat. Someone give me a beat. Kind of beat. You can't hear that weak shit, Gerald. <laughs> Just do it. No. I don't even know what's going on right now. I don't either. Listen, guys, thank you very yeah. much for listening. What? <laughs> we will see you next week. Same time. Same time. Yo. Motherfucking geek vibes, bitches. <laughs> That's it. Talk to Batman next time. Later. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even recognize him. I'm so used Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.